0: From downtown, this is Tim Kitzer from NBHM, and you're listening to Nintendo Mame Podcast. Boom shakalaka!
1: This week on Nintendo Main we have Shaken Joe here to talk about who's better, Dan Howson or Hook?
0: From broken to beaten, Cyberchair. The
2: Triforce of Zelda books is complete.
1: Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 392. You're placed to hear Nintendo fans talk about Nintendo Switch futures and downloadable wrestlers and whatnot. We are your hosts. I'm Trey Abyss Disease Johnson.
0: I'm Jeremy. What's next? Mikowski.
1: I'm John Wishlist Woes Knitter. And we have two guests this week. Either one.
3: I am hey. Shake. Yeah, 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 dig. <laughs> Shake is back. Hey, I'm Joe. How's it going, guys?
0: Joe's back.
1: Shake and Yo. Joe are back <laughs> from the AW Discord.
0: Friends of the
4: show.
1: Also from the twitch.tv slash Nintendo main podcast stream because it's pretty much become a, a weekly AW fan fest which has been fine by me like i've been having a lot of fun with it so yeah me too man it's that's always, awesome it's always nice yeah. to have both of you on there and we can talk about you know wrestling stuff and pretty much yeah play AEW. and this last one of course we did t- we uh the big D- the last dlc or whatever the last P- paid dlc is on there now so we get to play as dan house and, and hook so that's that was there. how
0: long was that dlc delayed
1: just like a week
0: i think oh i, w- I was thinking like you just didn't even know where when it was happening at a certain point, but you'd already paid for it.
1: Oh yeah, I guess I guess they didn't really put a day on there, and then but it did. I, I think it was always they always said that it was going to be in like uh, th- that it was going to be in December or whatever. It was it was going to be in October at some point. So okay. they always they always planned for October, but we didn't really know when. And now it's out, and we did get to we get to fuck around with it. And of course, uh, you know, shake. You always do. Uh, you always do videos where you break down the characters and all that. So I figured, you know. We could talk about like even when we were doing the stream, you already knew that, that Dan Housen could only curse for you like once per match. So <laughs> I know you know you know all the is that keep it the PG or some
5: shit. Yeah, like you know I, I I'm a glutton for punishment <laughs> Despite <laughs> the game's shortcomings. I think we all are. I still play it all the time. Um, you know, I, I feel like as a Nintendo fan, I've just been so starved for a wrestling game oh yeah, yeah and and you know as we were talking about like the last time i was on the show underneath all of its bugs is a good grappling game underneath it all you know um well i was gonna break into song underneath <laughs> no it doubt all, yeah. yeah you <laughs> really love it <laughs> underneath exactly it all, exactly right <laughs> um but you know uh it, it, it it's pretty weird like like i like this uh dlc drop i think it's super dope and that like the character models probably look better than a lot of the base roster too
1: oh for sure you know i thought they both looked pretty good like um uh, i was watching our uh, our stream from monday again because it, it it got it was a little bit more popular than normal or whatever you we were getting more hits and at the beginning there i talk about uh Hook's tattoos, and I was like, did the zoom and looked at it, and I was like, it, look, it looks pretty good. You know, like, uh, his, his like, model looks pretty good. The yeah. Dan Houser
5: model is really, really good, man. Oh! Yeah. yeah. He, he, they, they did a really good job on Dan House like, both of them. Um, and what I really appreciate about this DLC drop is I think that, like, these two characters have more unique animations than everyone. Like, more than FTR, more than uh, the Limitless Bunny drop, you know um hook alone like all of the suplexes are unique moves for sure what
1: a, so. so so you i mean you've spent some time like you both have with both characters like what uh what are some of the perks or like which which who's your favorite rank from from either one. I mean, there's some insider info, like what's like, <laughs> like, like this, like this, this long hold is better than this one, or, you know, like, like stuff like that.
3: Well, i, I as far as hook goes, man, like having like all those suplexes, it, it's really fun to play with, man. But, like, it's kind of hard. I don't know, Shake, like, when, when, uh, I don't, I mean, you let me know too, Trey. When you actually, like, the fighting mechanics, like, cause, you know, when you're, when you're fighting somebody or you're, you're about to wrestle somebody, you get like a, maybe a short kick or something to kind of hit with a punch or a slap or something. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the Hook has got this weird straightaway jab and it's real awkward to to kind of play with, you know? And I was like, what, what's this about? But once you get your hands on somebody, you get him with all these suplexes. That makes it really fun. Right.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And then the same thing with uh, my experience with, with uh, Dan was kind of the same way, man. Like it's, it's kind of awkward. It's, they're, they're very different from a lot of the roster, man. That's one thing I could tell. Um, it's fun, and they got their, you know, that one's got the spell, you know, Danhausen, and and then the suplexes with, with Hook. But, man, they're very different. It's, it's a weird playing thing. It's something I got to get used to. I don't know if I would, uh, I mean, may I don't know about you, Shake, or, or Trey, but I don't know if I could. I know before you came in, Trey, me and Derek were trying to, like, do some tags, Mm. you know, against the computer or was that even me? It was one of us. We tried. We tried beating the computer. Maybe it was you and me. It, it was us. Right. Yeah,
1: we were, we were playing against Adam Cole and uh, MJF, and we were getting. Right, destroyed. We were getting. We get a win. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude.
3: Like, like we can. We can get a win for, for for to save us one time. And I don't know if it's a glitch or it, because Trey Light like, did a spell in the middle of the thing and cursed himself. Yeah. Like he went outside, and you're not supposed to get. Oh cut yeah, out.
1: I, yeah. I got disqualified <laughs> for I don't I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even so don't know what it is. did. A glitch
3: well, or, or, you know, a yeah. spell or something, you know, it's just, we're real weird, you know, and after a while we're like, eh, th- th- okay, let's figure out some other things to do with, it. <laughs> you yeah. know, because it just was really hard, man, you know, chasing for a win, Yeah. you know. So, I,
1: th- I thought, I thought maybe I got disqualified because I used like an item like from under the ring, but, but I use like. But I but I'd use, like I pulled out a belt, and I hit him with the belt, and I didn't get disqualified. And then I pulled out another thing and hit him with that, and they're, like, disqualified. And I'm like, I already hit him with no, it. I, we, we couldn't figure out what it was. Like, there was no counting or whatever.
3: yeah like, And that's the one we were winning, you know? Yeah, and we yeah. were like, oh, we were, we were pounding him, and all of a sudden, like, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. We're like, oh, man, come on.
5: For sure. Yeah. It's funny.
3: I, you know what's funny? I,
5: I think that, like, well, one, I think that there has been a difficulty spike since the update. Like, that, that... I think that they've tried to modify the game so that the elite difficulty is a bit harder than it was in um, previous iterations. But, like, I really like, like, I, I think Hook is a great character. Um, I think that he could actually be a viable character in competitive online play. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could play competitively with Dan Housen. No. Um, he yeah. has, yeah, like, he has cool sets, but I think he just seems like a lower tiered, character in terms of like i don't know the stats i haven't like you know modded the gamer in it like i don't know that stuff but he just seems like a weaker character but he does have like some cool moves he has like this really you like his his uh corner grapple with the what is it i guess the high attack or the kick button he does this funny stomp where like he, he bends over backwards <laughs> it's a funny animation but i really like hook i i think that hook and um keith lee are definitely my favorites of all of the DLC characters. Okay. Aside from the, uh,
1: I guess wouldn't, wouldn't FTR count for that too, since they were like the first yeah. DLC ones?
5: Yeah, you know, um, and, and I like FTR a lot, but, and I just feel like it, it's hard to, like, I don't, again, I don't think that I could play viably online with Cash Wheeler or Dax. You know, um, there are certain characters I feel like I could go online and even if I'm playing against a car, which is so cheap. Can I tell you guys, like, I had the wildest experience like about a week ago. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to try to rank up again. I get online.
1: For anybody who doesn't know, the car is the creator wrestler.
5: Yeah, the creator wrestler. There's this dude who I am beating to a bloody pulp to a bloody pulp like this dude he brings in a weapon he tries to get me like and his car is clearly overpowered he's got unyielding poise which is one of um, the skills where you can't really hit a character like they basically know selfie your strikes mm-hmm. um, but he can also springboard so all he's doing is springboarding and he has bailout so uh-huh. even I'm reversing <laughs> everything right I keep hitting my signature he bails out he bails out and like after twelve minutes of him just running out of the ring and bailing out, he comes in. He gets one hit with like a weapon and wins. And I was like, "This game is too broken.
4: <laughs>
5: it's too broken."
3: And I, I I experienced the same thing, you know, with one of these uh, these guys that that was just bailing out, bailing out, bailing out. Literally, man, I got I I I got to the point to where okay, I, he had a pattern, and when he's doing it right, so he ran out. As soon as he ran out, I jumped out right after them. I just started just beating him outside the ring where he couldn't, like, you know, I, I got him against the gate and just started just wailing on him, right? So bad. Did my signatures on him and everything. Dragged him on the ring. Picked him up. Hit him with a light hit. Knocked him down and just pinned him, dude. Just so yeah. I could keep him in the ring. You know, it's like, because I know once you're playing, you want to you do the finisher, make it all awesome, you know, after all this. But, you know, with one of these guys, you can't do that, man.
5: yeah absolutely right And that's the thing i felt like when i when you know when he was coming back in the ring i was determined i'm like oh i'm gonna kill him with my finish and it's like (laughs) nope i should have just gave that dude a body exactly exactly (laughs) for sure where do you guys think that this game goes from here because at this point i i want to believe that they might be continuing to update update the game but Again, we don't have a roadmap. There's been no communication whatsoever from Zitty, ID, whatever his name is.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, yeah, no, that's that's pretty much what, what a lot of people, for anybody who cares still about AEW five Forever, it's like, well, what do we do now? Like, we, we we got through all the paid DLC, like, it's all over, so that means we should get more, right? But it's like, there's no real, like, I, I would say, like, maybe the only hint, hint that we had as a clue was... Was just that the guys from the Acclaim said they had recorded dialogue for the game. Like, that's about all we know that they'll be in there eventually. But it's kind of like, you know, we talked about this before, but it's like there's so many wrestlers that are being used on the regular, on the show that are not in the game that it's kind of like, hey, uh, maybe we should update it. Or even like, even getting Hook on there and looking at his like weird number tattoo or whatever. I was like he has like f- five other tattoos that have been added since then that like aren't they, you know like that weird dude that he has like in the middle of his chest now like uh there's this it's still like so behind you know where it's like we just need we just need like a free update just with some new outfits you know just with some different colored shorts or something like that you know Absolutely. they should probably
2: focus their attention on something that's going to get more more people playing the game which would be as we mentioned before the battle royale mode make that free to play yeah make that a a, a sampling mm-hmm. of uh you know, what people could, could enjoy if they purchased the game. And uh, that would get... I mean, if, if just the Battle Royale mode went free-to-play, I think they could double, triple, quadruple their player base, and then that would get more interest and more funding towards Adding extra
3: characters and all that stuff, John. Like at that, at this point, man, like they they have to do something like that. They, they need to do something drastic right at this point, you know. You know, what? there's modes in um the 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 playthrough, you know, the walkthrough with the the character, uh, the, the Road to being, Elite, yeah, the Road to the Elite, right. That you you could um, that there there there's matches in the game that you could easily unlock so we can make them playable like a coffin match uh you know a gauntlet match or something like that these little things that they they could just put them out or you know just uh, open up a a match mode you know uh, to something like every 3 weeks or every month or something just give us a little something <laughs> you know i mean it's it you got you got the glitches like it's not like it's gonna hurt anything at this point you know you can't get them regardless you know so give us something geez is it still
0: a uh, block to uh playing with people on the same platform
1: yeah yep, there's just, yes. th- no crossplay. i figured no cross that would play. be a really huge update that they should do because yeah they did say uh i think kenny omega himself did say that it was going to be crossplay, and then it wasn't when it was released so it's kind of like that would make because, I, you know, aside from me, aside from you two, like I haven't played anybody else online ever. Like I've never played a random person aside from like people off the discord, you know, so it's kind of like I could never find anybody. I would just, I, you know, I, I gave up like once I actually found, you know, people that I could actually talk to and get on there and play. Like I just didn't even bother trying to find a random person because it never worked.
5: Listen, if I may, I'm going to get on a soapbox for a moment. Go, just for go a for very
1: That's That's why you're here. That's why we brought you on. <laughs> for,
4: for the so soapbox, yeah. so
5: john I, I think that your idea is fantastic i absolutely believe that they should go free to play with stadium stampede but even if it tripled that would be like a whopping 60 people because literally <laughs> like based on steam numbers <laughs> no one is playing the game um and, and i think that like to joe's point it would be great if they added some of the match types that were in road to elite which is the story mode. Because I think that there's like a triple threat or four-way ladder match, which is not available in exhibition whatsoever, yeah. which just makes no sense to it's me. It's really weird, um, yeah. it, It's really, really weird. You know, uh, Trey and I have spoken about this a bunch, but there's so many assets in Stadium Stampede that it makes no sense that they're not in the game or incorporated in some meaningful way. But the one thing I have been paying attention to and I think that this is really interesting is that the Jazzwear figures like the two pack for Hookhausen came out recently, almost alongside the DLC drop. Because mm-hmm. I do watch certain um, toy collectors on YouTube. Uh, like, you know, there's this dude, Kyle Peterson. He's a huge wrestling figure collector. He recently did an unboxing. So I think that some of the choices they've been making is are probably one coinciding with the toy releases from Jazzwares. And I think that that might actually be an indicator of what's coming, because I think that even uh, in reference to what you were saying, um, to the Acclaimed, I think the scans for the toys are actually, you know, also used for the game.
1: Okay. Yeah, I I don't know if I don't think I've ever seen Acclaimed toys anywhere, or at least I haven't seen them. Definitely not in stores, but I mean, I don't know if they're online or... I feel like whatever AEW toys I see are just random ones. Like, like there's a there's a Meyer that we go to in Indiana that has that only has two AEW toys. It has uh, what's his name, uh, Jake Yeager and uh and uh, um uh, There's like the two toys they have, and they have like five of them, just like sitting in their toy aisle, and it's and they're always there. I always always tempted to get like get the Sheeta toy just because it's always there, <laughs> and it's the
5: one with the, the belt too. And the peg there. warmers, the peg yeah. warmers. Yeah. <laughs> um. But also before I get off of my soapbox because you mentioned Kenny Omega and mentioned that the game would be uh crossplay. I am absolutely livid because there's a YouTube channel that Kenny Omega was on recently with Justin Wong playing Street Fighter 6. Yeah. And I'm like this dude has legitimately distanced himself from fight forever. <laughs> like this person was it like Kenny Omega was in studio playing Street Fighter 6 with another person. And I'm like, you know, they're talking about strategy and techniques and combos and all of this stuff. And I'm like wow this dude has been silent about fight forever for months now
3: hey man you know he, he can't you can't bust out that game with the pro gamer like justin wong man that guy has been like you know top of the street fighter game like ever for you know like i was i was even in a in a showdown where, where that dude was just dominate everybody man you can't bust this game out and be like hey man let's play this one yeah. and then it starts like glitching like in the middle of the stream you know it's just I, I get it you know it's embarrassing right you you would think that you know the guy came and showed his own game with him in it you know or play with somebody you know <laughs> like, i mean i'm I'm, I'm, gl-
1: I'm glad that kenny omega is playing street fighter 6 though because he could learn a lot of stuff from street fighter 6 about how to do uh aew fight forever better right like street fighter 6 <laughs> has its own specific like you know create a fighter mode where it's just that you know if you want to do your created one you put it, it that's its own thing and you know, it has all this extra online. You know, th- I mean, you can even play like fucking Final Fight on on that just for the fun of it. You know, in the arcade, like Street Fighter Six does great things. It's like just look at that and make it try to make it more like that. <laughs> you know,
5: I, I mean, that's even I cross-play,
1: mean, too. It, I think
5: as well. It might be. I mean, imagine if AEW games instead of the stupid mini games that we got, what if they designed like a a sixteen bit like techno style wrestling game, right? Or like like some type of Fire Pro where it's a 2D side-scrolling wrestling game. That would be, like, I feel like that's a mini game that people would actually invest in and would be more aligned with the product. I don't know. I mean, you know, lately I've been thinking, and I think I'm gonna say this in, uh, in in one of my future AEW videos because I feel like that window is slowly closing. Like I'm 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 kind of over talking about the game. You made so many videos channel. of it, though. <laughs> you know? I, know, I mean, I guess
1: they got they gotta do more stuff, right? There needs to be more to talk about. I'm sure. I'm thinking right now. I'm like, I'm sure our listeners are really tired of us talking about AEW fight forever. But I mean, I talked about it a lot before it even came out, so you know
5: for sure and, and and to your point like that's the thing that's been on my mind a lot like the irony that this game would be called fight forever but yeah, it has that... limited game mode that yeah. you can't really fight forever like yeah. it's missing so much like that 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 is the worst marketing decision ever let's call the game fight forever and have a very uh limited creator wrestler suite a limited story mode wrestling match types that people would expect for the last 20 years uh, and like like content delivery after about three months you know yeah like you know but fight forever like i'm just like this
3: is so hilarious to me briefly like, uh, i was telling uh shake like uh, a while back ago it feels like it mirrors like the whole cm punk uh episodes with uh aw like every every step was a misstep You know, at the launch, the 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 things just kept on happening. That would it seems like they would jump like uh, one step forward, move like twenty steps back. You know, like this has been a blunder. Like, and and dude, we are people who love this freaking game. Me, Trey. Yeah, we're still
1: we're still playing it for (laughs) whatever reason. No, I mean I play it because it's fun to play it with you guys online and all that. Yeah. And, but yeah, i think that, yeah. that, that's
3: the closest thing that we have to couch co-op now sure, you know yeah. like you got like three four buddies that you can play with like all the time mm-hmm. you know and, and just like th- i think that we found it we found our, our, our i think that's why we have fun with it yeah <laughs> you yeah. know but other than that then what would you do what would you do if i had to go play randoms today i don't know what the hell i do man yeah,
1: like- yeah i mean i think i actually think it works better i mean my the, the, whatever the stream that we do works out pretty well f- just for how we do it. Cause we do have random people come on there that just want to talk about wrestling, you know, and maybe they yeah. don't have anybody to talk to about wrestling and that's part of it too. Cause I didn't really have anybody to talk to about wrestling before this. So it's yeah, nice I to have, have right. a place to just be like, Hey, uh, you know, or I can just rant about whatever the last pay-per-view is or, you know, or, or
3: whatever. So while we're doing that, we can show off the latest glitch, yeah. you know, fight forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I I I I know all the glitches in the game. <laughs> I am no, sure I know you do. <laughs> like I literally know all of them. <laughs> um, but but speaking of wrestling and just to go off tangent for a second, it, it's crazy that WWE um kind of put NX put through everybody in NXT Pi this week. John Cena, Undertaker, they all made appearances on NXT to counter aew in and, and edge or adam the, title title tuesday great, yeah you. i mean they threw the kitchen sink at nxt i'm like every major wwe icon at this point <laughs> was on nxt you know this week and i was like wow you know i thought that was pretty interesting
1: did, did, does anybody know like what became of the ratings for for anybody who doesn't know uh wwe like pretty much called out AEW right last week and and you know called them whatever and i, I didn't watch nxt but but they they like switched the time of, of of dynamite like dynamite's normally on wednesday and they switched to tuesday and they had like wwe and AEW go like back to back on the same night at the same time and all that and and they even did like i just watched uh well i watched part of it last night and i just watched the rest today before we recorded but uh even on dynamite they were like all right uh yeah like uh Christian Cage comes out, and he's like, all right, the first half hour, no commercials. We're doing 30 minutes, no commercials. Like, they were really, like, just trying to push it. And they did all these, like... They had, like, the Tony Storm silent movies, like, playing, like... In picture in picture, like during the commercials, and they were doing a bunch of shit, like to try to make it like, and it was just like match after match after match, and a whole bunch of titles went all over the place. Like, I was, yeah, I was surprised because I, I normally complain about how the pay per views, how they never switch the titles or whatever. And I'm like, that's you know, that's when you're supposed to do it, but I was happy to see some actual changes happening. And, well, and I uh, think about and, the show on overall a, on a cable show, I thought it was great, I, I, I enjoyed it.
3: Yeah, it was, it was, it was a really good show, I thought, yeah. it, you yeah. know, and that's what I always. Changes.
1: That's what I always thought when I was in high school when I watched, like, WCW. I was like, yeah, no, it's cool to have pay-per-views. And WCW had, like, pay-per-views every month, which AW is doing now, which annoys the fuck out of me. I was like, you don't need one every month. You need some time to build it up. Like, don't overdo it like that. But that's what they're trying to do. But I was always like... You should do like a pay-per-view level show that's on cable that people can see. And then maybe that'll like entice more people to get to pay-per-views. And AUW does do that, like with Grand Slam and like Blood and Guts and stuff like that. But I thought this this one, if any of them weren't before, this was definitely one that was trying to be like, here, this is a pay-per-view level event that's on TV. So
0: yeah, it was pretty
5: the booking was crazy. I mean, I have Swerve go up against mm-hmm. Danielson. There were some big matches. I mean, listen, I, I, I love the fact that Cassidy and Ray Phoenix went at it. Like, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Orange Cassidy guy.
1: And Cassidy got the belt back, too. I, I didn't, ex- yeah. didn't expect that. Spoilers, I'm sure. I don't know if anybody who listened to this watch Dynamite. Pretty sure it was
3: supposed to be yeah. Moxley. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be Moxley, man. Oh, yeah, but, it was, uh, it, he was originally yeah. on the card, and they moved right. him, right? They switched him around, right. yeah. I guess they could have an epic now to fight back you know, fight for it. I mean fight fight forever. Yeah. <laughs> fight back for it whenever uh Moxie's you know feeling better now, you know. So get the part two of that match, you know. So, it,
1: it it does still kind of make me sad though when they're like they have this big huge like TV event that they're doing. And you know, they have like in the corner like the little advertisement that's like, oh, fight forever, like Dan Housen's on here, like Hook is on here now. But since you have like this huge TV event, wouldn't it be cool to announce like an an addition to your game or something like that? Maybe that's not right. In this on the scope for them because they're trying to win the ratings battle or whatever. But for me, I'm like, well, can we can we put a little bit of thing about the game too? Like, don't forget about the game. I know you're still like trying to sell it in the little corner of the TV, but yeah. you know, give us give us something else. Like, even at, at this point, I think they should throw you some free characters that you don't have to like for anybody. Who, you know, we already have the DLC ones, but maybe do like you know, maybe like uh, you know, the acclaims come in like next month and it'll be for free for anybody who bought yeah. the game. Like like stuff mm-hmm. like that, or, or like I said, just like just like costume updates or just like try to make it more current with with the characters you know cuz we still got Chris Jericho from like the first from like 2019 <laughs> AEW in there and it's like come on guys
3: what well, was, was making the joke that going to be like a three year like three oh year yeah i was on update. a yeah
1: <laughs> I, I was i was on a thing i had i had i had a good one going there no i was like I, I was like yeah I was like yeah in three years we're gonna get our first update and then we're gonna get different <laughs> colored shorts for 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 hook we're gonna get different colors one you said one yeah, yeah, one, one new color <laughs> one new color and a couple of new characters three years i mean
5: (laughs) here's the interesting thing and and i I don't think that that's a far-fetched idea like i don't believe that um it's gonna be like a single item of course right i understand that you're like joking but like if you look at the trajectory of a game like cyberpunk 2077 right like that game is only now getting to a point of stabilization in terms of performance With the dlc and we're talking like we're like two or three years removed from when from that initial release Mm -hmm. so it's like completely plausible that aew fight forever if there's even that type of commitment because at least with cyberpunk we knew that that game like was off to the races right it it, it was um a shitty game at launch but the pre-sales everything the pre-orders or it sold like millions of copies initially
4: Yeah,
2: it came out this week that they spent 125 million dollars getting it into the right position. Yeah, they spent a lot of money in it.
0: Yeah, and there's Um, a lot of like staffing changes and stuff too. I think.
3: Yeah,
1: Yeah. well, yeah, it's like, well, it. I mean, from what I heard, like The Witcher, like was not as good as it was as it is now when it originally launched. You know, it took a lot to to get to where The Witcher three level and all that.
5: Yeah, but I, I just feel like who knows. I. And it's weird. Like it's it's even weird to be in this ecosystem of game development where like you put sixty dollars down or even like eighty dollars towards a game like Fight Forever in the Elite Edition, and you end up ultimately like, what the hell is this product? I have to wait years before it before it like there's like a real value proposition that I think equates to how much money I spent, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I like to me that that's the thing that's like most disheartening. Like, that's why I love Nintendo, right? Like, Mario uh, Wonder comes out in a week or so. It's close. But, it's, like, next weekend, I think. Yeah. And and I'm pretty confident that my $60 pre-order for that game, it's going to be a complete game. Like, any sort yeah. of patch that that game has to that comes after its release is going to be so minuscule, it would probably impact, like, less than 2% of all the people that have purchased that game, mm. <laughs> right? Like... <laughs> And and it's gonna be a complete game, it's gonna be a fun game. I will beat the game. I might hundred percent it. And at no point will I have ever thought, damn, I wish this game was did something more than it than it set out to do. Right. Not to say that I wouldn't want more from like DLC in the future, but it's just gonna be a complete package. And I think that Fight Forever, like the real issue is that that while it has like good bones, everything on top of it just needs work.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Are you, uh, are you planning on, speaking of Mario, are you planning on getting Sonic too? Like, this, oh, it's absolutely. like the same week. It looks, absolutely. it looks great. I watched like 10 minutes of it today. And weirdly enough, it kind of reminds me of like Donkey Kong Country Returns, sort of, you know, where like you took this older 2D game that was all pixelated and made it like really pretty in 3D and all that. Like, that's kind of what I gathered from watching it. And I think it looks pretty good, actually. It's coming out like that Tuesday, I think, before, for Mario. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm, def- I'm like, I'm like, I, I probably won't get both of them, but I kind of want to because I think the Sonic one looks real tight.
2: For All me right, to put I... up their review of Sonic, and they gave it a 32 out of 40.
1: That's from That's Famitsu, good. right? Like they're. Oh, they, really,
5: Famitsu did?
1: Yeah, they're normally yep. pretty positive from what I from what I can tell. But no, I'm, I, I mean, I'm sure that'd be a ton of money for you, Shake. But you should do a, you got to do a verse video, right? For 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 that week, Mario versus Sonic. I mean, you have to get both games and that, take a lot of time. That is a
5: great. I, <laughs> it's funny because I I I am getting both. I pre ordered both. I should have a. Uh, you know, I did the best by um well before before they killed the the plan for members where you could buy two uh Switch games and get a third for free.
1: Oh yeah, I saw they yeah, I saw they cut they cut that, which uh that's nice. Yeah.
5: So those two games were on my uh two for three deal.
4: <laughs> oh nice, nice.
5: Um yeah. so I, I'm excited. Actually, like all of the games that are supposed to be coming out or were supposed to come out this week and next were part of that. Like I had uh pre-ordered batman arkham asylum uh sonic superstars and then mario wonder so i was like oh, nice. i've got everything covered from <laughs> for the next two weeks in terms of content for waggle fest
1: yeah uh, but, no definitely like i remember you saying i think one of the coolest things about the best buy thing <laughs> is that you can buy two one get one free for like pre-orders right which nobody really does that like before the game even comes out that's so. awesome
0: yeah that's a, like that's it, a it thing. yeah too bad it's done now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's that not there anymore sucks. but when
5: it, well, when it was it was great <laughs> i mean listen it was short-lived i literally signed up for that thing in the summer just for that i was like you know what and it kind of pays for itself you know if you if, if you bought more than four games you know and you got six games out of it
0: right mm. um i definitely so, missed that 20 percent discount that amazon used to have if you pre-ordered oh yeah because everything was 48 bucks yeah yeah yeah
1: for sure well, since uh, just be, just because we talked about Cyberpunk a little bit, uh one of us has played a lot of Cyberpunk. So maybe we should just uh we should jump to that since we just mentioned it. But Jeremy,
2: yeah, they built sure. the game up and then Jeremy tore it down.
1: Yeah, and you finally I you, did, you yeah. played it. So, uh you know, it, it took time to make it good, but apparently it's good now and you liked it enough to well, you know, you you tell everybody.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you. I like it. That's it. But no, for real though. <laughs> Moving was, on. Uh, no. <laughs> so yeah, I got this game like, you know, it's it's uh, been i've said it on the show many times but i got this game for like five bucks maybe 10 i can't remember because it was just so broken that they for ps4
1: even right which which wasn't even which isn't even available anymore well i mean like it came with the ps4
0: and ps5 versions and they're actually the two different discs so that's kind of cool but um yeah so i i got a bought my first ps5 game you know long before i got my ps5 so it was kind of my goal to play a little bit of it whenever i eventually got a ps5 i was like maybe it'll be fixed by then so yeah when i first got my ps5 a few months ago i threw it in and it was fine but it wasn't really like hooking me and then it's got it's had a lot of hype surrounding it recently with it finally being fixed supposedly in fact they uh if you like resume a save file it re it it automatically makes you reallocate all your points that you normally could have like put into the tree so it, it it does like a little soft reset of your character because the mechanics have changed that much so i knew okay well this might be good because now i can like maybe it's not so important that i don't remember what i've already done and so i just played it that way and uh yeah i had a really good time with it and i i have said you know disclaimer i played it on easy mode because i just wanted to get through the story and i wanted to just see what it had to offer after having owned it for over two years now it's like let's finally play through this thing and yeah i had a great time with it um by no means is this a field gear game. Have mm. Either of you played it, Shaker uh, Joe? Have you played Cyber Cyberpunk?
3: No, man. I heard like all the this, all the problems with it. I was like, man. I yeah. well, no, that's the <laughs> I thing. got like, a game that's all glitchy. <laughs>
4: yeah. Right for five dollars so, though. You know, I
0: kind of assumed <laughs> it was how kind it's of five dollars in- right now. Well, uh, Jeremy well, got, no. it, got it
1: for really cheap, uh, like when it was broken.
0: Okay. Still, you know. Oh, right. So okay. this would have been a month or two after it came out. Maybe not even that soon okay. afterwards That's but great you know deal. it went on bargain bin prices because it was like getting yanked from the uh playstation store and all that so that was bad that was really bad it was <laughs> so bad for them as a company but you know they're the ones that put that shit out there when it wasn't ready uh for whatever reason but anyway needless to say it's been fixed and it, it's a really fun game like it's like I, I say up here it's like if you took gta 5 but it was like way better in every regard Uh, For one, the the combat's all first-person, so that's great. I like that perspective. And I think there was a first-person mode eventually released for GTA V, but I never played that. Um, I like the first-person mode because you're actually upgrading your... it, It makes it easier the more you upgrade it. You know, like, targeting is easier and, like, the spread's better on your guns and the range and all that, so... The fact that you can like upgrade everything is really fun because it gives it that more of a customizable edge to your character and not to mention you've got a full character creator in the game. You do have, you know, a a person you're playing as V, so no matter what gender you choose, you're still just V. Mm. And uh that's the person that the main character of the story that does a lot of talking. Like you pick a lot of dialogue choices in the game, but for the most part they're kind of just they are the opposite of a silent protagonist. They talk all the time. But they did a good job with it, I think. Well, yeah, Witcher's the same way with uh, CD Projekt Red, but uh, yeah, it's it's a sad game. I cried once mm. in game, over Cyberpunk. Uh, really, one of my character, one of the characters I like the most got killed, and there's also so there's kind of a relationship mechanic in the game, and that also gets to me, you know, because I love I like that kind of stuff. So I'm a little more invested in the characters when there's romance options. You know, it just kind of pulls me in more, and so I like that stuff. You can call people, text them, you know. I think you could do a little bit of that in other games, but this is the first game I really felt that the NPCs had a lot more, like, uh, personality to them. Of course, character models are better. You see a lot more emotion on people's faces when you're talking to them. And so, yeah, it's a dark, dark game. All the joy I got out of it was from the actual gameplay, which is fun because by the end, you're like a superhero and you're jumping over buildings when you're running away from the cops and, and you're just, like, killing everything really fast and, of course, I was on easy mode, but I imagine it gets similar as you, like, level up and stuff in the other difficulties. But overall, it was a really good story. I liked it. Um, yeah, bleak, but totally fits the theme of the game and the whole genre, you know. And basically any Keanu Reeves futuristic movie he's been in.
5: Yeah, shout out to The Matrix. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's very, very Matrix. Like, Is he in here?
3: Is, is he in that? Keanu is, yeah. The footage he's he's he, in cyber cyber kind book, of looks yeah. like... <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, he's in the game. Like he's that's cool. So like, it's not a spoiler because it's revealed pretty early on in the game. But he's basically like he did this big like bombing back. You know, in, I think it was supposed to be twenty twenty three. Actually, he bombed this like huge corporation and ended up in a lot of like casualties. And, like innocent people died. So you know, definitely not a, a fully good or bad. He's like one of those people that you never really can. I don't know. They keep everybody kind of morally gray in this game. Mm. But anyway, he ends up getting apprehended, and uh, they they basically beat him to an inch of his life, and then they steal his personality, and then kill him. And they upload his personality to this, basically, it's like the Matrix. Mm. So anyway, they then they put him on a chip, the main character of this game, you end up putting that chip in your head at one point. Masters of the Universe. Uh, you end up putting... Uh, Cool. You end up putting the uh, chip in your head at one point because it's uh really valuable and that's the be- like the safest place to store it, which was a little weird, but that's what you do. And then he basically becomes a virus, like Keanu Reeves' personality, that terrorist dude from fifty years before, is now like taking over your mind, and your actual like brain is dying as the chip is taking over for like all the like uh all of your like cognitive type activities. So essentially. The main character is dying the entire time you play the game, and Keanu Reeves' character is becoming more and more like the lead personality type. And he's very apologetic, and he's very like, "I don't really want to take over your body. I don't think this is right." But he did, his actions don't always reflect that. And you get to play both characters, so that's kind of interesting too. But yeah, I don't want I don't want to rain too much about the game other than to say the story just ended up being a lot cooler than I expected. And you beat it, so you so you really liked it. I beat it, yeah. How long um, did it take? I looked, it was about four. it was like 40 something hours, but I was really dicking around a lot. Um, I, I did a lot of the side quests and then I also just did a lot of like, just see what I can do out in the, because it's, you know, open world, like Grand Theft. So I'm trying to like, see how high I can get my uh, police stars and all that, what did they which I did. Are- I did get them up to five out of five, but I discovered this donut shop, which has got to be a glitch. I discovered this donut shop where I could just walk in the shop and all my stars would just instantly disappear. So I actually had like just this probably like a whole city block full of dead cops and (laughs) cop cars everywhere.
5: But maybe that's a trolley thing, like you know, like the with the just the trope of of policemen and donuts. Yeah, (laughs) right. Oh, absolutely. Donuts.
0: Maybe it is. Yeah, but it was like (laughs) it was ridiculous. I kept just walking in. The guy behind the counter would talk to me. You know, I it wasn't like actually like engaging. It just like automatically talked to me. All my stars would disappear. I'd go outside. All the cops would be leaving. They're like, well, I hate this job, blah, blah, blah. And then I'd start shooting them again, and then it all starts again, but like at one star again. But I did eventually do that long enough to where it started not even showing me having any stars. So I think I did actually glitch it out, but it was fun. I got, I got some glitches to happen from like overloading, like putting too many wrecked vehicles like in the middle of the highway and stuff. So this is the kind of stuff I do in open world games sometimes just to, to see what you can screw up. So I saw a few people just floating in midair and stuff like that would happen. But for the most part, nothing was a game breaking bug. And it only crashed on me. It crashed on me twice. And neither time really made any sense. But it always brought me like right back to where I was. I didn't. I never got knocked back too far
1: at least it auto saves all the time.
0: Right. And then nice you can you can actually unless you're in combat you can do a, a quick save anytime you want. But the other thing is, you know, I think the PS4 is the same way you can just put your game to sleep and uh, come back to it later.
1: Mm, yeah. As long as your uh, electricity doesn't get knocked off. Right.
0: So you don't lose your power. But yeah, I liked it as an FPS. I actually really enjoyed it. It really was fun after a while to like upgrade all my weapons and and uh, I got better with, you know, using the environment hide and and use my stealth abilities and my uh of course you know you've got like this crazy high jump you eventually get and you can kind of phase around a little bit which helps but uh yeah it's fun it's you know you're like a superhero by the end and uh you can just call you can you have a few different vehicles that you eventually acquire and you can just have them show up wherever you are pick you up take you wherever you want to go so it's very yeah it's very satisfying the more time you put into it the better you build up your character the more fun you're gonna have so yeah that's why like I said what's next earlier I'm like do I want to do I want to go on to Phantom Liberty do I want to download load that or do I want to restart the game at like maybe the next level of difficulty because now I actually understand how it works because oh, you have I was to download really it extra
1: it doesn't first. like just come with it
0: it doesn't no uh, it's a paid DLC
1: oh it's paid I-, I thought it was just added I didn't even know that I, I thought it just you just got it automatically well
0: I don't know, because I think it does download, but to access the content. So, I mean, that, not that that really changes it, but it did automatically download that with whatever else it downloaded to, like, fix the game to its, like, 1.0 version or whatever you want to call it.
1: Oh, weird. Yeah, so it's... What, like, is it? so it's what like was the cost extra, point for that? It's an extra, like, 30 bucks or something for it's it. 30, so 30, I should think. Be, uh... 30.
0: And it's hmm. supposed to be an extra, like, 30 to 40 Forty hours of gameplay, like game. new characters. Yeah. It's a uh, Lin Manuel, or is it Lin Manuel Miranda? No, that's
1: not the guy. Oh, yeah. This <laughs> fucking Hamilton about fuck. It. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm uh, about. I, was I was like. Lin Manuel Miranda. Is that, is that what you're talking again.
0: about? Oh, I'm gonna look it up now. No, it's someone way cooler. Idris Elba, uh, Idris Elba is the actor. Uh, you just looked it up, yeah? Idris Elba. I don't know why. I I don't,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. Really? Yeah, Lin.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's like a it's whole musical. Yeah.
1: It's like You know, there yeah. is
0: there is a point in the game where you going to you like cause Johnny was a, a rock star, so you gotta play like guitar on stage for a couple of the uh side quests. That's kind of fun. Um what was I gonna say What's Well, next? Nintendo
5: Main What's uh, next? <laughs> breaking news Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven coming to OG switch, not switch to courtesy of our good <laughs> friend
2: Jeremy. That's <laughs> Uh, right. we're getting yeah, right. we're getting the old ass broken version yeah i actually was ago. able to get a bargain
1: <laughs> when you when you wouldn't even uh, wouldn't even work on ps4 right right
0: <laughs> you know and that's just because it's a big awesome game you know i don't fit
1: so you were just talking about what game to play next and uh
0: i think i think that. i'm probably best off starting it over again and maybe i won't play all the, all the way through it again but i might want to bump that difficulty level up and um just to have a better idea of how I'm going to uh, kid out my character because now I understand better. Like I was several hours into it before I realized, for instance, that I could just quick summon a car or like it, there's just, it, it's a fairly complicated like control scheme. But once you understand it, it's nice. But there's just a lot of like things like I wish I would have known earlier, like any, a lot of games like this where there's a huge like upgrade tree and there's even like sub menus within it that have a different kind of point you have to get. And, It's really complicated, but... Oh, there was one thing I wanted to mention, but this can be the last thing I say about this game. I got surprised by a surprise... Is anyone here going to play this anytime soon? Because I feel like... Nope. (laughs) Okay, I just don't want to spoil anything that's... I'll play it it when it's on Switch 2 for 20 bucks. It's probably one of the coolest things because it took me by surprise, and I'm surprised the internet didn't ruin it for me. Or if it did, I, I forgot about it. But there's a character in the game, one of the main characters that... Like, one of the main NPCs you interact with towards the beginning of the game is an AI, and this AI has taken out, like, it was originally installed at this cab company, you know, several years before, and it became the most efficient employee, and, you know, all the other employees, like, got laid off, because it could just run all these, like, this fleet of cars, and just kept getting smarter and smarter. Eventually, it was discovered that the car, like, I don't even know how, but somehow it had been, the AI had been investing its own money in something like they were paying it or i don't know what was going on but it's suddenly like the ai bought out the company with cash from the owners and so it's a fully ai based cab company but it's like a sentient ai that you can talk to anyway that's kind of cool on its own but there's a there's a scene in the game there's a there's a side quest in the game where uh seven of the the fleet of cars become self-aware and you have to kind of go like get them because There and they end up being like almost like the personality cores in Portal Two. Slight spoiler alert: one of them is literally Gladys. Like you're chasing down this car, and it's like, and it's like you're chasing it down. It's like, follow me. I promise there will be cake. And like all like she's literally like (laughs) dropping lines for Portal. She leads you. She leads you somewhere where there's just a crazy like massive people there trying to kill you. And she's like, ha ha ha, you're going to die now. You know, like I'm not doing a good imitation of Gladys, but everything she said was just completely on point it was the same voice actor you know the same like uh um, whatever the auto-tune or whatever the thing they're doing over her voice is. and uh i don't know it, it, i just had such a huge smile on my face so i'm like oh my god like it totally makes sense that glados would be a sentient car that, that, that did not want to go back to the factory it Ooh. wanted to just kill people and that was literally what she's like i just want to kill everybody and like take over so it turns out these seven cars that got away kind of represented yeah like these seven different personality traits and the AI kind of had to get them back under control. But ultimately I had to like go to the factory and infiltrate it and kill all the security drones that were protecting it. And It was a really cool side mission. Um, Yeah, there was one of the cars was depressed and it was like threatening to drive off a cliff and it kept like backing (laughs) up and kind of pulling up to the cliff and you're like talking it down. And one, you know, there was more than one that was trying to kill you. But there was also one that was pretty funny. It was like it had like a little girl's voice and it's like, do you see them? How twisted they are and their beaks curved to the earth. And you eventually figure out she's talking about plastic flamingos huh. in people's <laughs> yards. You have to go around and destroy all the flamingos within this like area before <laughs> she'll like agree to go back to the factory. So, cool. yeah, it, it was cool. Little things like that, you know, little Easter eggs and little fun, like slightly humorous side quests in the midst of like all the main cool characters getting gunned down or blowing up. It's kind of like
1: Saints Row-level uh, silliness for the side quest.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that's enough about Cyberpunk. It's a good game. Play it if you have the ability, but don't play it on old hardware because you're going to hate it probably still.
4: <laughs> yeah. Probably. And again,
0: breaking
5: news, it's coming to Switch.
0: It's coming 25. to Switch 3DS. <laughs> They've managed to scrunch it down to the size of a 3DS file.
1: Yeah, you could play it on 64. It be on exactly. there. Exactly. And that's mostly what you wanted to say, yeah, Jeremy. Do you? Uh, I I forgot to mention on the top of the show I should have. But John, you've actually played. You've played Super Mario Wonder, like the yes, game I have.
4: at yeah, the demo. We, talk about we should talk. Yeah, I played it at Target. Yeah, we should so, talk about
1: that. So John, John went out into the field and got to try Super Mario Wonder. So I think he's the only one on the show here that's played that's played the new game. So what did yeah, what, so what did they give you? No, Target or what did they show you? And
2: they, um, you know, nobody was there. It was on um, the Saturday now? Yeah, a couple days ago um i thought there would be you know a couple people playing it or whatever you know it's a big game it's finally out in the wild and uh, there was nobody there so i went there and i wasn't sure at first if they even had it because it was just the regular old you know target demo station and they have you know a bunch of other games up on the list that you can select or whatever what i'm trying to say is they didn't like make a big deal hey try super mario brothers wonder so i dug around on the menu and yep there it was super mario brothers wonder uh, and i started it up and as soon as i did there's probably two other two or three other people hovering around looking at it and you know anxious to play and it was a timed demo I only got oh I, th- I think it was somewhere between five to ten minutes to play it was enough that I played three levels and then it timed out and, you know Thank you for playing and I had, I had to hand it to the next person so I don't have a whole lot to say about it other than that what yeah. were they bigger than you or
0: something <laughs> I feel like you could have it. <laughs> they, they, they were, they were like, muscle, muscling
1: you away. They're like, "All right, yeah." <laughs> they they put their quarter like right next to you, and they're like, "All right,
2: I'm yeah. up next."
4: <laughs> there go. I did strategically
2: <laughs> leave my earphones in as if to like <laughs> discourage anybody from talking to me. um, um But that you know, it I was a little kid, so it was, was a little ten year old in my next like. <laughs> Yeah, just, like a new just let them just
1: let them just let them play and get done and then Santa try
0: it again. real.
4: Leave.
2: So I played for a couple minutes, and yeah, plays just like you would expect. You know, 2D Mario. Um, so what I was noticing was more the the unique animations and the the flowers. I did not find annoying, even though they were talking. Probably couldn't hear them that like, well on Target. I could hear it just fine. It's just they didn't they don't they're not constantly talking or whatever. So are they the,
0: even do they make any sense? Why are they there?
2: They
1: like give you hints, I
2: guess. It, yeah, they didn't, they? they didn't, or uh, well, didn't hints that aren't to, like, to like to anything you don't why know why that they, that they, they were don't. there or anything like that. Wait, um, I'm sorry,
5: hold on, okay. Jeremy. That's blasphemous. <laughs> to <laughs> ask, why are they there? The flowers that is exactly <laughs> the reason why Mario Wonder is going to be the most phenomenal Mario game in. 20 some odd years Talk no, because you know, of no, mario,
0: those talking flowers you think absolutely mario <laughs>
5: is great when it is so absurd that it makes no sense when we so. got when we got a, a leaf and became tanuki mario that was <laughs> magical sure. right when we when we got when, when we got a, a a cape from a feather that was a magical yeah. so I kind of feel like the absurdity of this game is going. It's almost the premise that is going to ultimately make this game the best 2D platformer, at least for Mario since like Super Mario World.
2: I feel like this game came about because the developers noticed that people online have an affinity for the level touch fuzzy get dizzy. They're like, let's make that the whole fucking game. Yeah, and that's exactly it. You just you, you touch the wonder flower and then things go crazy and it's you never know what you're going to what you're going to get so I, I did get to play it's pretty much the same thing that that you you saw a couple of weeks ago everybody else you know when they flew a bunch of influencers to new york and all that stuff you so be I, elephant mario pretty early on got to be elephant mario right away got nice. to um you know watch the the bulls run and and you know sit it was right on top of the bulls. As Wait, the you went stampede to I did. It was a really intricate demo where a rep from Nintendo came and gave me some some plane tickets, and they're like, "Let's go to Barcelona for whatever reason, and you'll just experience Mario wonder there better. Trust me." But no, um, yeah, it was, it was it was fine. It was what you expect. So I, I I don't have too too much more to say about it other than that. It was, it was a good game.
0: Controls were fluid, the intuitive. You know, like did it did it feel like more weighty or floaty in any way familiar
2: (laughs) yeah it felt as as tight as any other 2d mario with with the like
0: the increased animation it makes me wonder if mario is gonna have more weight to him like a little big planet or something like that like maybe that's like a an extreme example i mean
1: little big planet was super floaty like that (laughs) that one was it wasn't floaty it it felt
2: felt spot on and and you know the animations added to it didn't distract at all or, or screw up the mario feel in any way one thing that i did cut i did notice i couldn't help but notice the voice sounds off that's gonna take some getting used to it's not charles martin day no and uh yep he will notice
1: yeah we don't even know uh they haven't even posted who did the music like i was just doing the wrt radio uh patreon thing last night and uh I can't even find who's doing the soundtrack for it. Like it's it's unknown. Like you you will only know when you get when you beat the game and see the credits and all that. That I mean that's gonna have to be one of our uh, week one of our Monday streams when that comes out. We'll have to we'll have to try to play Super Mario Wonder Online. I know Shake you'll have it. I mean you'll probably have it too, Joe. Right? Like we'll we'll have to do we'll have to do that at least uh, for that week after it comes out. See that's
0: where that's gonna hopefully have legs, pun intended, because there is an online mode which wasn't in any of the other two D. Mario's was it?
1: Not that I know of. I mean, aside from like the Mario Maker, Mario Maker 2 online stuff, which yeah. John really mm-hmm. liked, but yep. I don't think anybody else played. But <laughs> um
5: I they did four player online in uh three oh, yeah, D World with uh Bowser's Fury. Oh yeah,
1: oh, okay. Yeah, this the, the Switch yeah, the Switch re release of um of 3D World had it. Yeah, you're right. I no, I, I, for, I forgot about that. But that's yeah. But aside from that, like
0: too bad we only have one copy of that game between the three of us. Yeah, <laughs> I, ha- I have it because
1: <laughs> Jeremy sent it to me, and they sent it to John, and John sent it back. Yeah, but in and the and I'm really interested to see how the online works for that game because it's like you can do it online with friends, but they're like ghosts, like they're not actually there, like but they are there, like I don't know. We'll we'll have to test it out like on the stream and see.
2: see yeah, definitely. It works or not. I'm sure it will be good. Some people Nintendo uh, put out an article uh, compiling a. A bunch of people complaining that the demo is not available on the eShop and to which i say like what they just purpose would that serve everybody if you, you know you like mario and and you're gonna get it you're gonna get it regardless if there's a, a demo or not yeah and the demo is there for, well, at the store because and like in my situation it attracts other people who are walking by and uh, that's why it's there at the store But at your home it really serves no purpose
0: there's never been a mario demo that yeah so i just don't think they're gonna start now but i mean it would be cool but it's gonna end up being like somehow different than the final version therefore it's just i don't know people are gonna exploit it and do weird stuff with it
2: except i think the reason that they they don't do it i think the reason that they don't do it is is that there are there's a subset of of some kids Are fine just playing demos, and that would satisfy them. Like little kids, like so, it would take away a minuscule amount of the sales and add zero sales. So why do it?
1: I I think just I I think what people want, what are what they're maybe upset about, is just the fact that there's a demo that exists out there, and it's not available to us Switch havers, which. You know, I, I I get that. It's like there, there's a demo. Like, why not just why not just put it on the eShop so we can play it? They got spoiled yeah. by yeah. the Pikmin four demo, and they want they want like more like that or something. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Yeah, but Pikmin needs a demo because Pikmin is not a, a sure thing. Sure. Mario's a sure thing. Pikmin so had two demos. So. It served no purpose. <laughs>
1: Pikmin three had a demo too. Yeah. Um, was it? Uh, Shake I was to say, Shake famously said on the video, and we talked about this last time you were here that that you said that uh, that you believe that um, Mario Wonder will will reach or. Surpass the sales of uh tears of the kingdom and i i agree with you on that
5: yeah like i i yep. think and, and you know as we spoke about last time i was on i just think that in this post mario movie world i think the franchise is bigger than it's ever been and even with tears of the kingdom selling i don't know at this point maybe 20 million copies i i would not be surprised that by like um nintendo's fiscal year N 24 like in march that this game definitely surpasses tears of the kingdom I think that in a lot of regards, this is the swan song for the Switch. Like while Tears of the Kingdom is definitely like the 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 showpiece swan song. The masterpiece, yes. Yes, like it's the masterpiece that we'll remember. Yeah. Um, I think that this 2D Mario yeah. is like, you know, Bye bye. This is it. You know, Princess Bombed Peach. Off. Thank you yeah, for playing
1: Switch. I'll say what, what, <laughs> what, what. about what about Princess Peach's Superstar game or whatever it's called? I think that's the the swan song, right? The yeah, That's a March. We saw a award. swan
0: in there, actually.
5: Yeah. So Princess Peach looks fantastic, but I feel like Princess Peach this generation is going to be. The Kirby is the going to be the like official mm-hmm. Kirby end of console? Like here's the new game. Oh, just oh, I
0: see what you mean. Like the like the uh, bring on, know, bring Kirby on, shows up like bring on the It's like yeah, the, uh, the Grim Reaper. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's definitely yeah, the Grim Reaper. The, of the, 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 the Swan song, the Princess Peach Swan Song, flying overhead. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo
2: um, death is always cute and pink. Exactly. <laughs> 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 I was going to say, that
1: game, you know, that'll be like March or something like that. That game looks good. Yeah. um,
4: Yeah, I think
0: you're right uh, about... Because Tears of the Kingdom absolutely is, you know, we don't have to get into it too much, but it's absolutely like the console getting pushed to its limits by the people that understand the hardware the best. mm -hmm. All the developers. And I don't think we're going to see anything that good on the base level Switch again. And uh, yeah, Mario's just gonna bring more people into the fold because of the movie and because it was probably and the theme part always intended yeah and the theme part but yep. it was probably always intended to let's do a let's we're gonna do a re a restart with mario because of because everyone's gonna know or, you know so many new people are gonna know about mario now so we're just gonna start over so yeah i don't know it's kind of strange but it also maybe they'll have like some kind of deluxe version that comes out when the switch Two comes out that has extra content or something
5: oh they're gonna resell us everything yes Yo.
4: <laughs> everything <laughs> no
3: the, the switch two version is the one you'll be able to play with actual people instead of yes, exactly ghost ghost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you'll
5: see the multiplayer <laughs> characters this time they won't be ghosts yeah.
1: yeah i'm really interested really interested to see how it works i mean and obviously we'll we'll have to play it online together yeah on the twitch stream and wherever else and all that it'll be fun well,
3: can I ask a question Uh yeah you know, say whatever you I kinda, want I mean I'm kind of assuming that or maybe I'm wrong but I didn't pre-order it man like, I don't, I can't see them not ordering enough to where I can't just You'll go to the store and pick one up. All oh, right, you, oh, you cool. mean like yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah, a physical? Yeah. I think yeah. I'm so starting to worry at this point. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe they're, they're really...
0: trying to get that special edition switch or whatever. Maybe or
2: not the so
1: shadow switch, box yeah. or whatever that John yeah. was talking about.
0: Yeah,
2: advice get. get it at Target because they're giving out a shadow box, which is, I think, Target. the coolest of the. Yeah, Target's giving out a shadow box, which I think personally is the coolest looking of the. Uh, it's not a pre order, but the. Yeah. The purchase bonus. It's like a same day purchase bonus, right? Yeah. You, you how much to is pre- the? To the get it. Well, how much is the uh, you got to put down for that pre order at Target? You don't pre order it, so you just pick it up day and date. Just be one of the first ones in line. They're going to give out. A, oh, a, okay. A shadow box. Yep. Yeah. Yeah there's okay, no
0: awesome. uh, it, it's Which weird does it's like apply some stress to it that
1: I don't like. Yeah it's like a launch day thing you just you can't pre-order you just go and get it and hope It was the same
2: I remember it. a Target when I got my my SNES classics you couldn't pre-order it there either I think they just maybe don't do pre-orders for video get to Target
1: well, no, okay. I mean the, the the Super Nintendo Classic you can pre order pre order anywhere. Like that was the big thing. Like NES, yeah. I, Super sure, Nintendo. I picked up
0: one of mine from Target.
1: It was weird. I don't know why, because maybe they didn't know how to define it as what it was. Because it wasn't a game, it wasn't a system, it was something in between. But no, you can you can pre order it in any in any store there was. That's why there yeah. were lines everywhere for you know what and for whatnot. So yeah, but uh, why don't why don't we t- why don't we take a break, take a quick break, and then we'll talk back, come back, and we'll talk about more games and other things and whatnot, that sort of thing. Cool. Hell
4: yeah. (laughs)
0: Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and.
4: Hey, Mario,
0: let go! Whoa,
4: whoa, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. Whoa, He's throwing us back to the show! So long, Bowser! Ah! Ah! Ah, patreon.com slash Nintendo
0: Podcast! Game over!
1: All right we're back from the break i know John's got to get out of here in like a couple more minutes So why don't you just finish up all the stuff that you wanted to say for the sure.
2: week yeah so i completed the uh triforce of zelda books that is to say i got uh, the other two you remember this the coffee table books that came out a couple of years ago there was the Hyrule story of course which i got that one i you know a couple of years back but i never got the other two and i always wanted to uh, you know they were they were 40 bucks and you know, to get two books 80 bucks just always seemed like yeah do i really need to but they are on sale currently uh i think until prime day the next half hour yep yeah yeah so
1: i i got some i got some prime stuff too but I'll, 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 so i got I both, both of them about for, for
2: about uh 24 each oh wow and they, they will arrive tomorrow yeah 15 bucks off each of them uh,
1: yeah, they, there's a, there's actually some pretty good deals on uh, on Prime Day this year. Yeah. I bought some, I bought a couple games and a controller from there. Like everything's on sale. Like everything. I, there were some other things I bought, but they were all on sale too. So seems like a lot of things. It'll just be there. nice to
2: to look at the Hyrule Historian and and have it have some some siblings next to it and uh, look look yeah, at it those... and be
1: be confused. It's like wait, right? What, what, what timeline is that? <laughs> <laughs> when did Link die? What happened after you know, those day? books
2: came out a couple of years ago? So I was, oh, it was always in the back of my mind, like, oh, they're they're out of print. There's only so many out there, and you know, maybe it'll just disappear forever. So when I saw that it was on sale, I, pardon me, also thought maybe this is like the last of it, and they're they're trying to push it all out the door. So I had to get it. Little fomo going on there. And then another the thing that happened, you know, relating to my my nickname uh, wish list was, you know, oh, yeah. forget <laughs> everything that I said last week about not buying games until. Mario Wonder comes out because I hit the I hit the cap of my wish list again. Two hundred. You can only have two hundred games on your wish list. I think it's the dumbest <laughs> thing ever. Why can't you just have infinite games on your wish list or as many games as are currently on the eShop?
1: Because because John, if you did, the eShop would break. The eShop already does not yeah. run well, and if it, and yep. if you had two hundred, uh, if you had over two hundred a uh, wish list of, it would run even worse. That, that's my that's my thoughts on that
2: it just seems like such a small number considering that there's probably 5000 games on the shop and so i didn't want to like forget Maybe some more. of these games forever you know uh, so i just decided i'm going to clean house and i set a goal for myself or a limit for myself i said i'm going to have 20 bucks to spend and then i'm going to delete you know whatever i don't get after that 20 bucks and i allowed myself to have three saves so like you know if it didn't quite work out there's three games that I really wanted to put save for later, I'm going to save those for later. So I ended up deleting a bunch of games, and I, I had a system for it. I went and I checked uh, Metacritic, and I found all the scores to help me to decide, and, and I looked at the prices. I said, it all, I said I'm only going to look at games that are $5 and under. Every game on my list that's $5 and under is up for consideration for purchase or deletion. So I ended up deleting a game called Air Memories of Old, uh, which is, Looked kind of like a zelda game or something like that another one called blue fire which looked a little more like a like a wind waker like a take on wind waker
1: didn't jeremy play that or no that was the last campfire
2: yeah right yeah uh the long reach state of mind cloud punk which trey said you you have an interest in cloud punk i heard it was good Um,
1: but maybe not good on switch
2: yeah i got a 40 on metacritic so that was the death knell for it and uh the Escapists, which I was always kind of interested in, it doesn't quite look like my my genre. So yeah, it was on the chopping block. The Namco Museum, most of those games are on my Pac-Man arcade one-up, so I didn't need to have that. Uh, another one called 99 Vitas, which was a, a beat-em-up, which got kind of middling reviews, got a 61. So.
1: They, they, I thought that game was oh, all that. right, but I, I got it at the perfect price. I bought 99 Vitas yeah. for 99 cents. Because they had that a crazy uh, sale on it, so that's when you should have got it when it was ninety nine cents. Because
0: that's one cent. That's per only one cent of Vita, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's, that's <laughs> the best way. That's the best way to do it. It's a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> Live in La Vida Barata. Wait, is it? How do you say cheap Barata?
1: It was. uh I was gonna say it was. It was. I think we. I think. She, I, I think we talked about the Son of Stream Shake, and I did. But it's like you know, a lot of it is like think about back in the day when you could rent games, and you had to rent a game for like eight bucks or something like that. It's like you pay this amount you you get a rental and if you don't like it you know it's like it's like renting it's like i'll pay 99 cents to <laughs> try it out and i had fun with it for a few hours and it was worth the 99 cents for me
3: yeah, is it just a single player or is that a multiplayer? Or what was going on with That's that? Ninety-nine player. It, it's a it's <laughs> no. a beat 'em
1: up. I don't know if it's online or not. I mean, and it's not on sale for ninety-nine cents anymore. I bought this like see, a whenever a while I see ago,
0: ninety-nine but... now, I automatically assume it's a battle royale. It's like just built in my brain. <laughs> it, it was. Super... You don't remember the old game Vitas? <laughs> it, it, it made it, it into a battle royale <laughs> now.
2: Yeah, it
1: was, it was just super impulse. I'm like ninety-nine Vitas, sure, but it, it was. It was kind of fun because when you turn it on, it has, like, some notes of, like, songs from S- Streets of Rage, like, to, to kind of be like, oh, okay, I recognize that. But the notes are a little bit different. You know, it was it was fun for what it was. It was better <laughs> than that other, the Russian Bleeds game that I got for 99 cents, which I was not good. And it, it just had no combos. Like, how can you have a beat-em-up with no combos? But, you know,
3: whatever. Guess yeah, what? i like listening like you know ever since i'm I've and listen to the podcast man and it's just like yeah always like all our weird recommend uh, some good, no theory. man yeah, yeah recommend some good deals man like there's stuff that i'll, I'll check out like, oh shit man this is actually really cool you know for cheap too you know so, yeah.
0: there's a lot of really good stuff hiding in that massive shit of the shop
1: yeah the e-shop's <laughs> yeah. kind of hard to comb through so it's always good to did you ever, did you end up getting that, that Nickelodeon, the Nickelodeon uh, All Star Brawl game? Yeah. We got you it? it. was me and Shake. Yeah. Oh, fuck. We got it. We got to play that game. I have it too. Yeah, man. yeah. I got it for like five bucks. It's fun. I'd love to play it online. Like there's some fun like, characters. Is it in there one versus that.
3: one or is it like, you know, can we do more than one, one player on there? It's
1: like Smash yeah. Brothers with the Nickelodeon guys. So we could, we could totally play it on a stream or something. That'd be okay. Interesting. Cool. Or just for fun. Whatever.
5: Yeah. And, and, um, I would add because now I'm actually looking on uh, Deku Deals, which is one of my favorite sites to visit. Um, Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes currently fifteen dollars physical at GameStop. I, I bought it actually. I, what
1: was oh, it? Nice. Uh, I bought it from. Is that some... like
0: a used version or something? No, brand new.
5: Yeah. I, I
1: bought it. I bought it from a what was it? Woot! It's like this weird company that's like a that's like a it. it it's owned by Prime or whatever. Like it was charged through yeah. Prime. I bought it from this website called Woot for like $15 like a month ago or something like that. New, sealed, you know. And I was like, all right. And yeah, if you like wow, those Muso, deals. I didn't know about this. If one, you like so. those Muso games like it was a yeah, and, and I think I just saw it from from somebody po- I think Warrior 64 might have posted it on Twitter or of course, Sparks
0: of that. Hope is already like super cheap. Yep, Sparks of Hope. Oh,
1: Spar- I mean, Sparks of Hope I is love- twenty bucks right now. Oh yeah, you you play- you, pl- you played that, Jake? Yeah, you, you like that
5: one? I, I I love turn-based games. Like I I think I was sharing with you guys. Like that's one of the genres um that the Switch really opened me up to. Uh, There's a lot of, them. of Hope. <laughs> yeah, like you know Wargroove, um Sparks of Hope. Well, not Sparks of Hope, the original uh, Mario Plus Rapids. What's the other you one? Play Wargroove Kingdom 2? Metal. Yeah. Yeah, Kingdom Battle. I haven't played Wargroove 2 yet. That's supposed Um, to be really good, also. I I believe it. I believe it. Um, There are just so many good tactics games. I'm excited about Persona 5 Tactica. Like, I I can't wait for that to come out. I'm a sucker for cel-shaded games. Like, I think that those (laughs) games age so well. A lot of those, too. (laughs) So, and and it has a kind of chibi manga style. So, I'm like... You know, but I just love tactics gameplay. Like you know, like I I I'm still trying to figure out where the hell did Metal Slug Tactics go because that looked awesome. Oh yeah, Metal Slug
3: man, Metal oh, Slug is always I awesome. About that.
5: <laughs> you know, taking um,
0: something so fast paced and making it a tactics game is really interesting. Yeah, right. I want to see what it is.
5: Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, Metal Slug, I'm I'm actually excited for that Contra game that uh, way forward. Oh, what
1: uh, was it? A contra Galaga. <laughs> it's yeah. like call it contra Galaga because it sounds like that, or Galaga, or whatever you pronounce it.
0: Galaga Island.
1: But do you want to continue Galuga, on with your Ireland. list, John? Sorry, sorry, we, we never sure. interrupted yeah. you there.
2: <laughs> um, so I mentioned that a couple games that I that I, I saved. So three games I saved were Bill and Ted, the S three release of the NES game. I know it's probably a bad game. Wow. And uh, but yeah. it's a, a Bill and Ted game, it was priced at four dollars and eighty four cents. So someday I could get that for for a couple bucks. Goa which just has a really cool look to it. Um it's very artistic looking. Actually, uh, Reb on on NBC this week was mentioning it that it, she said it was a pretty cool uh, puzzle game and sounds up my alley. And another one that which I actually tried on Apple Arcade called Creeks. And Creeks is really cool. It's like like a like a children's illustration like kind of creepy like like I don't know if you remember a children's author uh, illustrator called Tommy De Paula back in the day for like when we were all in elementary school, but it looks kind of like one of his books, a little creepy. And uh, it was a pretty fun point and click adventure game. So I have tried it. I, I would like to get that on switch at some point. Now the ones that I bought, I think I did pretty good here. Uh, I got the bit trip collection for $2 49 cents. We've, uh, I don't know the three of us have played. It that, like, that's like five, it it's like five or six there, yeah. games in there or something like that. Yeah.
1: I, I've played a, i have played I mean, bit trip beat was the best one for me. Like that was one that I really loved. That was the one oh, it's, it's beat, basically like like, It's, it's basically playing Pong. It's it's like what if Pong was a rhythm game. Yeah. Like it's it's really cool. Yeah. Like I had a lot of fun with it. And whatever the yeah, final one fun. is, it's like that as well. Like it has like a bookend. So yeah. Bit Trip with the way the story goes, like Bit Trip Beat is the first one and the one whatever one's at the end, yeah, like endless Bit, like Bit Trip Core or something like that is, is similar to Bit Trip Beat, like the same thing where you're doing the, the Pong uh rhythm game. Which is, which is really yeah.
2: cool. I do like the, I like the Void. Void is fun too. The one where you—it's kind of like Catamaran Domacy, but a music, but a but a two D Atari music game.
1: Oh yeah, the one with the big and ball that. in the middle.
2: Yeah, that was yeah. fun. Uh, Green Hell, I poked around with a little bit. It looks kind. of... I mean, it looks all right. It looks like an ambitious low budget game. Uh, that one's often on sale. Uh, I got that finally for two dollars forty nine cents. One that i really enjoyed so far was uh, thomas was alone you guys ever played thomas was alone
0: it's kind of a legendary indie game i do have yeah, I remember it, the I name play much of it yeah it's but it is clever. one of those like
2: one of those original generation mm-hmm. you know modern indie games yeah i think it's well worth it certainly for two dollars it's very clever Um, essentially it looks like an atari platformer where your character is a, a little brick or whatever a pixel like a purple like
0: rectangle right
2: correct uh but then the narrator adds all kinds of color to the game, just filling out all these details that aren't there visually. He'll be like, Thomas was this, blah, 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 blah. And or, uh, then another character comes in, and it's not this little short rectangle that you were anymore. Now it's this little tiny square that can't jump as high as the other one. And then like, it's a, the narrator says, oh, Christopher was was jealous of Thomas and his ability to jump. He couldn't move very, you know, he's adding characters to this little pixels that have no character and it's just very effective very emotional very fun and in effect it's a platformer puzzle platformer where you have to use everybody's abilities together we have to switch from one character to the other so maybe you use the guy who doesn't jump as like a little platform that mm-hmm. can you know boost the guy who can jump or there's the kind of like guy lost vikings a... that sounds like yeah yeah exactly you're trading off between different characters to complement each other and get yourself through the level and it's, it's topped off with some very you know clever, heartfelt uh, narration. So I, I so I'm really enjoying that one. I plan to play that through to the end. Another one that's pretty novel and, and fun is called uh, Roomba First Blood. This one took took a little bit to get into. Do you, do you um, play as one of those like little the clean, little cleaners on the ground? <laughs> you play, it's like Roomba First Blood? Yeah, so. yeah, that exa- right? that's exactly it. So it's a stealth game where you're a Roomba that has to protect your house from burglars. By you know, faking as if you're not this like that sounds awesome murderous murderous Roomba. It's it's a really cool concept. It's now, like Home
0: Alone, but with a Roomba.
2: Like Home Alone. So like these burglars break in, and you have to um, figure out how to how to how to set off traps for them while okay. not while not arousing suspicion that you're actually against them. So they might be like over here by the computer, say. And as a, as a piece of electronic equipment, of course, you can communicate with other electronics and, you know, manipulate them, right? So you can hit a button to make the computer electrocute the guy that's standing by the computer that's or cool. just make the fan spin out of control and drop off off the scene. It's a little bit
0: like, like Ghost Trick, too. Like- like-
2: it's like Ghost Trick or another one that I've talked about in this show called uh, Haunting starring Poltergeist. It's a game on Genesis. Oh, I remember here. that. Yeah, remember I talked about that. It's the same kind of setup. It's like a overhead, you know, three quarters isometric view where you're setting off traps and stuff. Um, so one one sort of setback to this, is, I think it was developed by a student team. In fact, they they begin the game with a photo of the team and they all look kind of kind of young and they say, Thank you for playing our game. And so it's rough around the edges for sure. And it took me a little bit to get into it and figure out how to play it. Like there's a it needs a tutorial. It just it just kind of throws you in, but I thought the premise was so cool that I was enticed to to keep pushing through and figuring it out. And so I'm enjoying it. Certainly for two dollars, I think it's absolutely worth it. It's very fun, and you get to be a little Roomba. You can you know, you know suck up a knife and you can shoot a knife at the guys. You know, like it's you're a murderous Roomba. It
4: makes sense. I,
0: love, I mean, that's one of my favorite memes is the Roomba with the knife taped to the top of it. Yep, you can do that.
1: I think we played like a Mario Kart game like that. Uh, my wife and I did when we were at the headquarters, like one of those arcade bars in Chicago. We did this thing where it was like. It's a bit battle botsy. Yeah, yeah, it was basically like, they're like, play real life Mario, Mario Kart. And it's like remote cars with knives attached to them and and like balloons on the back. And it's like who can pop, awesome. whatever. And then and then they had like Mario Kart, of course, set up all over the place where you could play the actual game. And we didn't do that well, but it was, you know, it was fun. Whatever. We went and had some drinks and hung out. It's a good time.
2: I got one called Florence, which is essentially a a, uh, visual novel, and that one got the highest rating on Metacritic. It had a ninety, so that was two dollars for a you know a game that got a ninety. Sure, I've only tried it a little bit. You know, if I'm ever in the mood to, I remember visual novels jump right into it. I do remember. I I remember seeing the title
1: like with the with the lady's face or whatever on the front. Yeah, I've seen. Like bright
2: yellow has some nice Mm -hmm. illustrations and everything. Um, one that I haven't actually tried yet is called Paratopic. It's two bucks, and it was like a PlayStation thrill or you know, survival horror. So PlayStation, it's it's not an old PlayStation game. It's it's made to look like an old PlayStation game. So that seems pretty cool. I'll let you know what I think of that when I try it. Oh, uh, I, I
1: know that one. That that one's been on my list for a long time. I yeah, no, it looks like a PlayStation One. Uh
0: What was the um, one that you had that was a bit like Resident Evil, like Vaccine? Routine? Vaccine, vaccine, yes.
1: Vaccine was great. Yeah. Vaccine actually got a sequel, but I should have played the second one, but
0: it was oh, called Booster.
1: Yeah. I mean Vaccine was basically like a it was a roguelite that looked like Resident Evil One on PlayStation One and, and it was yeah, you just it was cool. It was all super pixely and it had like the set camera angles like for room to room and you just try to survive as long
2: as you can. One that I spent the most time with was one called uh Ken Follett's the Pillars of the Earth. I got that for two dollars and mm-hmm. Metacritic gave it a 79, and I, th- I think that's that's just about right, or maybe I'd even give it a little bit more. I think it's actually a pretty good game. It's based on a a, a famous novel, a respe- respected novel. I hadn't heard of the novel until this game, but I went and I dug in, and this um, Ken Follett is apparently a famous author, and this this book is well-respected. So, uh, which I think helps the, the story in this game, the fact that it was based on a novel, because I, I was actually engrossed in the story from the get-go I think the opening of the game is really emotional and gripping and like it's sort of a cross between a point-and-click adventure and a graphic novel it's kind of like right in the middle between the two you're you know it's story heavy and you know you're you're making important decisions where um, at the end of a section it'll say you know you know chapter one close here's what you did here's what you could have done and you know you did this that and the other thing and you're like oh I Maybe this is like a branching thing. If I do things differently, I could play the game a whole different way the next time. But then you're also like picking up items and using items over here. So that's why it's kind of like a cross between the two, right? And the animation is really good. It looks like, you know, it's one of those where if somebody walks in the room, they're gonna think that you're watching a TV show and the voice acting is, is top notch. So I was very surprised for $2 that this game is, is of that kind of quality. Uh, I have to mention though that it came out after I bought this game it hit the news that um, the publisher which is called uh, the entertainment uh, they had some negative accusations leveled against them as far as you know underpaying people and exploiting workers and all that so isn't that every company though.
1: Is that... Okay, isn't that every company? I mean, it probably is. I'm not saying that you it's know okay, where the okay to of the do that. Like, is it a U.S. It, company? But I think here? that's most uh, video game companies are, uh, you know, overworked I don't know if and it's underpaid US company or whatever.
2: Most so most famously, they recently put out that Gollum game that got universally trashed. And so this, I mean, who, who really actually good. wants
1: who actually wants to play as Gollum though? Like really? Like, do you actually yeah. want to play as that fucker? That guy sliced. No,
4: terrible. I'd rather be Smeagol any day.
1: Like, uh, I don't know. Is that his I other sp- something? Or what he was before he got destroyed by the yes. ring or whatever.
2: Yep. So take that as, as you will. Um the game I think uh, I think it's, I say it's good because you know, people worked on it and put their heart and soul into it and I think that shows through, but it sucks that the developer is apparently uh you know not, not a very good workplace. Yeah.
0: Well apparently they so, Still did a good job, even though they weren't getting paid what they deserved, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, maybe they should stop offering this game for two dollars because it's often on sale for two dollars. <laughs> they should like offer it for the full twenty and pay their
0: people. Then no one will buy it. Yeah.
1: yeah, try to try to pay the. I mean, I'm sure it's still like I mean, with the name man. like
0: Ken Follett's "The Pillars of Earth." You know, everybody's gonna be like
1: all over this to buy it for twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't even heard of it until just now. So what
0: you haven't heard of that? Yeah. 20 dollars. i thought it was ben. I, <laughs> I actually thought i got confused with uh, bennett Fo- uh, yeah, a bennett that's what form. i was gonna say too Is like i, I thought <laughs> getting it was, over it with i, I thought with, it was uh, bennett i thought it was bennett, bennett Foddy. Foddy. like the yeah. guy
1: who did like ape yeah. out didn't he work on ape out
0: uh and yeah. He, yeah uh getting over it with bennett Foddy is just like a, a super trolley game where you're a guy uh, I,
1: and, I remember uh, i remember getting over it with Ben and Foddy. i remember yeah, that yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. game yeah we have like the hook or whatever and you're trying to climb your guys up stuck a in a
0: yeah. iron cauldron and you just have a hook and you're using like physics to get up this and they just basically it's playing. like sisyphus yeah. without the boulder you are the boulder
1: and it just keeps talking to you and you have to listen mm-hmm. to Ben benefit like telling you whatever yeah i remember that game i
2: know one that joe might be interested in i got arcade archives champion wrestler that was for four dollars that's an old Taito wrestling game
1: have you played that i think this game is like Have, you, have yeah, either of you played that one
3: Championship okay, it was it an arcade game?
2: It's an arcade game released by Taito originally and now it's on the arcade arcade archives label. I think
3: I know which one you're, you're talking about. Is it like the TWC rest, like they, they had like it's all fake
2: yeah, it's all fake made up wrestlers. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well oh, man, I there was one I used to play from Taito all the time in the arcade mm-hmm. and I loved it. You know, then I and then later on I found the wrong. Okay. You know, and I, I was just running through. It was awesome. Uh, I'll get. I got to check see if that's the same one. That's a yes. fun game.
2: There's in the. Did
0: they the, do Bubble Bubble title? Uh,
3: yeah. They did. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Nineteen
1: eighty nine. Uh, champion wrestler. I, I thought about. Yeah, I saw this one's on sale for like four bucks right now. The one I actually really wanted to get, and this is one that you mentioned last time you were here. I think Joe is a uh, Matt Mania, and Matt. Mania, yeah. Matt Mania Matt is on, Mania. is on Switch too. But it's not on sale. It's like eight bucks. But it, but I still okay. wanted to play it because it was, you know, the, the person that will not be named also uh, also uh, mentioned it as well, yeah. <laughs> which we haven't even talked about that. But whatever.
2: One notable thing that might might spark your memory on this game if you know it, um, in the interstitials like between the matches when they show the characters like in full screen, the characters look very influenced by Fist of the North Star. Like they all the giant muscle men with you know smaller heads and. You know, like um, long hair,
0: so totally more.
2: <laughs> totally mm-hmm. reminded me of Fist of the North, <laughs> Fist of the North Star. That could be because I listened to the recent rest- retro nauts mm-hmm. where they did a whole ex- expose on that series. But it's like, yeah, that, that? that looks like they just ripped it right off.
3: What was the name of that one again? No, I want
2: to see a screenshot of it real quick. This game's called Champion Wrestler Championship. Yeah. Okay, Champion it's
1: Wrestler. It's just called okay. Champion Wrestler.
0: Yeah. Okay. I wish they would release an archive, arcade archives like collection, like where you got all of them like for one like flat fee. Yeah, or maybe do. Like, there's a lot of really good stuff on there, but and I would, they, I, I bet there's a lot of stuff I'm not playing just because I don't even know I'm missing it. But they, they,
2: could, do, they, they they would do well. I think there's so many of them they maybe they couldn't put them all in one, but they could do like a curated selection. Hmm. Like here's all these types of games. Here's that these types of games. It's just Sky
0: Skipper be- over and over again. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, what's interesting about that, I'm
5: actually looking at the arcade wrestler right now for four bucks. It, it looks pretty good. Like yeah, it's fun. Wow. Oh, snap. Like this looks like prime arcade 16 bit. Yep. Maybe like right before um Street Fighter.
2: Yeah, it's okay. from 1989.
5: Yeah, 89. Yeah. 89. Yep. It, it's, yeah. it's like pre-final
2: fight pixel
5: art. Because you know, you final fight was the game changer. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: yeah, you can do things. I mean, you can do things that you know today are commonplace, but maybe at the time were were inventive for a wrestling game. But you can, of course, jump up on the top ropes. Uh, you can get outside, and you can dig under the ring for chairs and all that stuff. And um, and and there's there's you know voice acting, whatever if you want to call it, that uh, voice samples throughout. It just feels like they made a full fledged wrestling game and there's entrances so looks careful like a, run out to their music and do a little pose or whatever
0: i'm watching the trailer now and they got a luchador which is very important to me
5: <laughs> what i'm noticing in this like and now and i i'm just again i'm just on an the e shot, but they, i'm looking at screenshot. it kind of looks like the game that what were the WWF games what was the really there was one WWF game that my friends and I played at nausea man it had like Yokozuna uh Tatanka where was you was called WrestleMania was it WrestleMania on like Super so. Nintendo and you would see the it boss grappled them, yeah. for whoever like you know was uh button mashing the mm. most it kind of looks like that
2: it very much felt like that I I, I played the. Uh, I rented WrestleMania Genesis back in the day, and it just reminded me of that. It's like a oh, a, a good 2D wrestling game. This is it.
1: The for four bucks. Uh, the the director of this game, I was just looking at his credit list, and uh, he made a he made a game called uh, Master of Weapon, and I want to play that game just by name alone. It's just called call <laughs> One Weapon. It's a sequel to Master <laughs> of One Mox. Weapon anyway. Really good at. It. It's it's just called Master of Weapon. I was like, I want to play that. It came out the same year as a champion champion wrestler. So, that was back when they were just very to the point on their on their names, you know. It's like it's just they we got one old. we got one champion wrestler, we got one Master of Weapon. Uh, let's let's get going here, you know. <laughs> it was on Genesis. It got a release in 1991. Oh, it be singular on, like Genesis. Master of Weapon. Best name of all time.
2: Yeah, that's it. That's everything that I got, and I ended up spending a total of sixteen dollars ninety three cents and ninety six gold points. So So I came in under my goal. Essentially, spent fifteen ninety seven.
1: So you got an extra dollar out of it from the gold points. Yep.
2: Yeah, and I I I cleared my wish list, so I can once again face this problem in (laughs) probably two months.
0: Never forget the following: AER memories of blue fire, the long reach, the 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 games we lost this year. No, I'm museum Well
1: you put I mean you put it on Slack and you like sent him a send him an email or whatever and I was like this is what I do because you know I've had my wish list like full plenty of times, you know, and a lot of times what what I have to do is I just have to re reevaluate like my thoughts here. I'm like, all right, well maybe I had this one game here. And it's on sale for like seven dollars, and I still don't want to get it, so maybe I should just delete it. And also, another thing that sucks is whenever you buy things off your wish list, it doesn't automatically delete it. You have to go in and delete it yourself. So you might have things that you purchased that you gotta go through and get rid of them. Blah blah blah. But that's kind of like what I the mentality that I've been trying to have with it, where it's like, all right, I've had this game on my wish list for how many years. And it's like five bucks right now, and I still don't want to get it. Like you obviously got to kick it off the wish list. If that's that's kind of how I feel, about my
0: that. wish list is fairly slim. I've been able to pare it down pretty easy, but I do. I think that it would be a good idea to do. Maybe it's a Patreon idea, a wish list.
1: Oh, get get that one wish list item you never got. Like was mm-hmm. it that that monster game that I the the one the sequel to. uh Wonder Boy or whatever that I always wanted. Spiritual I've got one. On that
0: I can't remember what it is. It was a one that was originally oh. on Steam that I wanted to, but I never played. I can't even remember what it is.
2: I was thinking it might be a good idea for us to look at each other's wish lists and be like, and you have assign to get this a game, game from some from <laughs> each other's wish list. Like this is a game you wanted to play. I think you should play it. I think that'd be a yeah, cool be episode.
1: So. Depending on how an
0: episode where we force each is. other to play
1: other games. <laughs> And right, you have to, don't you have to, to pay for it too, but yeah, I think you, you got to bounce out, right, John?
0: In just
2: a bit. Yeah, You, yeah, you mentioned that I that wrote to Nintendo. I did. I wrote to Nintendo requesting that they please lift the the wish list cap. I I will reiterate. I think it's stupid. So, I think that like I I won't read the whole thing, but I said with thousands of games in the eShop, I think either no limit or a limit of around 500 games is more appropriate. I think they're missing out on sales. They're missing out on. You know, if I if I'm going to be deleting games from my list, that's bad for them. They're missing out on games that could potentially want down the line. And I use it personally as like almost like an alert system to when the game goes on sale, and that's when I make the purchase. If I can't keep a list, and I, I mean, I don't think that was the idea. Sale.
0: So it is kind of kind Well, of they too, do. Yeah,
1: a I mean, it, that's the good thing for putting something on your wish list is they do sometimes email you and say like, "Hey, this game that's on your wish list is on sale." So.
0: Steam is all about that. I get I definitely get those notifications from Steam.
1: Yeah, because I do. I do get notifications from uh, from Nintendo, but it's like not. You know, it's it's not always. It's not all the games. It's like, well, here's one game that you have that you've had on there forever, and it's like two dollars off, and it's like, all right, fuck you, get out of here. I'm not getting that.
5: Um, by the way, because I'm perusing the eShop as we're talking about, like, sure, sales and arcade games and things of that nature. Right now, everything on the Capcom arcade, you know, is 99 cents. Okay. Um, I, you know, it's all the games are half price. I think I'm going to pull the trigger on Saturday night Slam Masters since we're talking about. Oh, shit.
1: I I put 90. Can we play that online? Can we play that game online together? Because I would totally get that.
5: I do not know, but like for ninety
1: cents, how do
3: I not get that? What, <laughs> right? what game are you talking about?
1: The Saturday Night Slam Masters. I actually have two copies of that game, uh, physical. I have Saturday Night Slam Masters for Super Nintendo and Genesis. I have both versions. But wow. yeah, but no, it's yeah, it's a it's a Capcom, uh, you know, it's a Capcom uh, wrestling game. It, uh, Hagar is a playable character in there. I remember that. Is yeah, it, it was so awesome. it's not
0: licensed kid, or it's not licensed wrestlers. It's no, uh, it's made it's
1: made up Capcom Asian. characters. But I, I think like I think there is a character from that that showed up in a Street Fighter or something like that. But yeah, no, it's a yeah, it was it was cool. And yeah, if we we could we could play that online, I'd be into it.
2: Is it one of those wrestling games where they blatantly ripped off WWF wrestlers?
3: No, no, no Hagar's uh, no. in there, dude. Hook, yeah, it was hook, Hagar. Or, it was the like Mayor. Fight, the Ultimate in. Mayor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this
1: is a Capcom game. Like, they, they yeah. I don't know. They, I think they got some pretty, I mean, you know, Street Fighter. Ever heard of that game? Uh, t- you know, uh, they, they, they got some pretty, uh, you know, unique uh, creations or whatever. I always thought it was really cool from what I played with it.
3: Was, it was a very competent uh, fighting game, you know, for like wrestling crossover kind of thing. And, you know, like I said, with the the, the Final Fight tie-in, it was fun. It was a fun game.
0: It's ninety nine cents.
1: Yeah, no, I, I we should I, I I I don't know if we can play it multiplayer, but I I maybe I I get it I get it for a third time I get it for a third time because I already got the I think I bought it for Super Nintendo and then I bought it for Genesis and forgot that I bought it for Super Nintendo and I was like oh I have two copies of this either one or <laughs> one or the other you know like that sort of thing but but it's yeah, cool. I played it's it cool at Galpin
2: Ghost I just I don't remember it that well.
1: It's, it's like a fighting, it's it's basically like, it's kind of like Street Fighter and Final Fight combined, but in a ring, but in a wrestling ring, you know, like that sort of thing, where it's like, it's like a fighting game, but you can also go up and down. So it's kind of 3D, like if it was a meet up, like, like that sort of thing. But yeah, it was, it was cool from what I played of it.
3: Like every character had its own little like finisher or something they would do you like the little Luchy guy would like swing around the guy's head. It was like a Rey Mysterio ripoff, right? The little lucha guy. It was like a little tiny lucha guy. And I think one of of these guys finished, they would like swing around the guy, you know. So, I mean, they had a lot of of cool stuff on that one, I remember. I think Trey, maybe, I don't know, Shakey either, man, or I don't know how how – you know, well versed you are with the wrestling games, man. But I think at the time we only, we got with the wrestling, the only wrestling games they offered. And when you got it, you just played the crap out of it, man. Because there was a lot of ones on the NES who were just like really bad. And I just played the crap out of them. Dude. <laughs> you know? So uh,
1: I don't remember what exactly you were saying about this, John, but you did mention uh fist of the North star. Style characters. Yes. Well, yep. the that guy who created the Fist of the North Star characters actually did mm-hmm. the design of the characters in this game and Saturday Night there Slam you Masters. Go. So there. You oh go. wow. Okay. Yeah. And, and I was going to say Slam Masters. So I'm looking at it right now on uh, on uh, Wikipedia. It says uh, Tetsuo Ohara, who is famous for the Fist of the North Star, did char- designed characters for uh, Saturday Night Slam Masters. Or, or in Japan, it was called Muscle Bomber, the Blo- the Body Explosion, which is a fucking <laughs> wonderful name too. So
3: accurate, <laughs> accurate des- description, you know. So there you go. But no,
1: uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, and and it, I was gonna say, I don't think this is. I mean, this is like 1993. Like I had never heard of Rey Mysterio in 1993. Like this was a 93 release. So I think it was before that. But but no, I I always you know I always thought that Slam Master was looked pretty rad, and now we find out that was characters were designed by the same creator of uh fifth of the north star so there you
2: go All right, and with that i'm gonna peace out on muscle bomber the body explosion yeah
1: <laughs> that reminds me of like the if you've it, i mentioned it before like the japanese uh the japanese remake of evil dead that that's called like uh it's it's called like it's called like muscular man versus demons or something like that it's, yeah it's, we discussed it's hilarious. this before yep. yeah yeah i've, I've <laughs> seen parts of that yeah it's it's great like yeah we watched it in its entirety it's probably the best <laughs> evil dead remake i've seen Awesome. All right, guys. Take care.
2: Have a good night. All right, bye, All right. John.
1: Have a good
2: Night, John. It's
1: called Bloody Mu- Bloody Muscle Bodybuilder in Hell. Is what it's called. <laughs> the, the Japanese Evil Dead remake. Uh, give it a look if you, it's on Shutter. If you have Shutter, it's it's good to watch. Mm-hmm.
0: It's funny because Bruce Campbell doesn't look anything like a bodybuilder. Like, exactly, obviously right? He's, like muscly, but he's not like. I guess in J-
1: in Japanese culture, you might think that he's really huge. Like I was like, I never thought he was like a muscle dude. But, but I don't it's, even like, think that. I yeah, don't think in Japanese
0: culture, like they got some pretty muscly dudes. Like, <laughs> I, not, well, maybe maybe they that. went
3: off the the, the cover because in the cover view, <laughs> oh, oh, sure, like, like, so. or Army Dart was like ass, a
4: descriptor. <laughs> Of the cover. right? <laughs> the
1: army of darkness. Uh, well, there was one. I had this one that was like the original cut, the original director's cut. But it had like, you yeah, had him like holding the chainsaw up, and he was all like super muscly. It looked right. like he like man.
3: <laughs> I guess that makes sense.
1: So what else? Uh, what else have you been playing? Have either uh, you or you or Shake been playing aside from AEW Fight Forever?
3: Well, last night I, I was bugging a uh, Shake to, to get on with me because uh, I needed to test out my ns magic that i bought
1: oh you got that okay yeah i got about it that.
3: I, I got it bro and, and what is NS magic and this magic is basically like okay do you, i mean do you fl- you play fighting games a lot or are you a fighting game guy or
0: uh not i do really okay. I'm,
3: not, I'm, not well, very, I'm not very i'm not very good at them it. but i like the lore well, do you have a favorite whatever. fighting stick or anything that you, that you, you know, if you did play one, you'd be like, I, I got to play this fighting stick. If I did else.
0: play one, I would probably buy the 8-Bit because I know, I, I know their products. But no, I'm not like a hardcore, like need my particular stick to play a game. Kind gotcha. Well, 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 my, my, my understanding
1: Go. of it is, is isn't it, it, aside from fighting sticks, does doesn't it kind of make it kind of makes it so like almost any controller can be usable through Switch, right? So you could use like a 360 controller or you could use like a Series X or like a PlayStation 4 or 5 controller with Switch, right? Is
3: is kind of how it works. It's
0: like a universal controller adapter.
3: Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's either got the, the wireless function on there, which is cool, man. It's just like a little, 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 uh, drive you stick into the <laughs> side of your, your, your switch. Uh, the USB. but uh, I think you can use on PC too, right? But, um, it, you could use the, the wireless function on there, or you could uh, just plug it straight in with the USB. And what I'm doing on my version is I, I, I had like a bunch of like, because of like Tekken versus, uh, Capcom. Mm-hmm. I had like four humongous like fighting sticks, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's got the USB plug in, so I just plugged it straight in. And with it, you just there's a little button on there, and depending on the color, uh, that's on there, it tells you what, what system oh, yeah, it's, yeah. Good, that, that it's good for. So if you want Switch, you, you you go to red, if you want Xbox, it's green or something, or something else is blue or purple. That's really cool, yeah, dude. And it took me a while to figure it out, so I got to work, and I was like, oh, and then I'll was like, it, well, let's try, and then I couldn't get the thing working right right eventually i figured out that oh okay i just gotta like button map it properly once it's connected and then just make sure you know i make that the primary you know that honestly in a way
0: it sounds like an accessibility like it could be used for accessibility not just like Mm -hmm. sticks and stuff yeah
3: yeah dude it's it's great you know and it it, it was like 20 dollars you know it it was super cheap you know so it's like a little bit like the g bro but not
1: yeah history. that was what uh that was one i suggested to uh or i <laughs> mentioned to joe just because we were talking about the uh the capcom or is it was it um the tatsunoku versus capcom which actually yes. uh check out the Wagglefest video uh shake did a really really good uh retro video. but it, yeah. it, was, it was like it was like a mini documentary we pretty much uh talking about the one of my favorite fighting games actually i love tatsunoku versus capcom as well and did a video on that and we were, we were talking about it and I was like, it, I think we all have the stick, right? Or the three of us do. And
3: I didn't do I, oh, I, I I it. I thought, I I thought sold you still it. had it. No. Yeah. I went to go look yeah. for it and I was thinking, well, before I pulled the trigger on it, on that, uh, that adapter you told me about, I was like, let me go dig for it. Oh, you don't I, have I, it. Like, okay. Yeah. I was uh, like, uh, why, why, I I was like, why didn't you get it, the G bro?
1: I, I uh, no, well, the G bro works really well. I mean, it, I've mentioned, uh, for anybody who's a fan of, uh, Music games and stuff like that. If if you ever wish that Donkey Konga was on Switch, uh, you can play Taiko Drum Master on Switch with the with the DK bongos if you have a, a G-Bro adapter, which I've done. So that's, I That's pretty worked, cool. I
0: have heard that's a thing.
1: Well, you have to. It's okay. So you have to kind of finesse it. So there's like so there's mm-hmm. two so there's two hookups. There's the there's the Wii there, there's the Wii hookup where you can put like a classic controller or whatever in there, and there's the GameCube hookup. And because the because the congas, because of the bongos on Donkey Konga, since they don't have a directional pad, you can't pick any song or anything like that. So you basically have to switch between one or the other. So you basically have to have a Wii controller ready, and you plug it in, and you pick whatever song you want, and then you switch then it you to switch the bongos, the and G, then you play bro. with the bongos. Okay. And that's how, because because the two buttons that you would use if you're using a controller are the buttons that the, bong, that the two bongos would be, is okay. how it works. But yeah, no, I totally got its to work. And it's it was fun. So But yeah, no, yeah, the G Bro thing is then that's the only that's the only fighting stick I ever had was the Tatsunoku versus Capcom one. But I think I got it. I bought it for like forty bucks or something like that. It was a
3: great stick, man. That's a great price actually for it. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Like the artwork on that stick was incredible. And I remember when Tatsunoku was out, or shortly after it came out in twenty ten, like GameStop was selling it for next to nothing. And I did not pull the trigger on it. Like it was down to like twenty bucks. That's a great price. Seriously, but then, like, about a year removed, like it was only available on eBay, and everybody had it for like a hundred. That's right.
1: Yeah, I heard it's a little bit more. I mean, I I got it at a at a resale place, like I think a year or two ago for forty bucks. So I don't know what it is now, but it's just kind of like I always loved the game, and I was like, well, fuck, I'll get that. And I've used it a little bit, like I used it on, I used it to play uh, Pac Man ninety nine. R I P on uh on Twitch for a stream you know just to be like hey look at me i'm playing with a joystick the like, that thing. <laughs> yeah so that sort of thing so do you want to do you want to talk do you have any like uh upcoming videos that you're doing or anything like that do you want to do you want to talk about shake
5: um i have a bunch of video ideas like the the last week or so like because i was traveling it kind of threw me off of my schedule a bit um I have, a, I have a definitely... Well, definitely I have a couple of uh, retro episodes that I have planned for, like, games on the Wii, games from the 360 era. Like, yeah. I'm really excited. Um, I, I'm gonna do a retro episode on Mad World, which is like a forgotten oh. platinum
0: game. Oh, I love that. Dude,
5: it's, it's, it's a shame that John's
1: not here, because John would, like, totally freak out about that, because he's <laughs> talked many times about how great that... Oh, and that, like, that soundtrack great is like fearsome. is so fucking like the soundtrack <laughs> on that is so is so good like i was a uh, you know for for years i was trying to push and i guess it kind of already is there but i've been trying to push like the video game music you know whatever uh, actually at the, one of the bars i used to work at they would occasionally let me dj video game music and stuff like that but i would always play there was like one song that was super like hard and like dark i think it was like one of the first songs from that that like yeah it was just that game was baller love it. yeah and you could put like multiple signs in people's heads or whatever badass, like, it's a badass game <laughs>
5: you exactly. put the freaking tires on them, and, them yeah. and then you can throw them into the trash can like i love that game um and so th- that's a video that's coming um I- i've been thinking about like really forgotten gems that from from like Companies that are just really great developers, right? Like um, I was even thinking about doing one for Zach and Wiki oh yeah that, that's a really a, good da, one too that's yeah.
0: a really great one especially with the waggle and they were yeah.
5: i don't know if you remember they were selling that for like
1: three dollars on wii u mm-hmm. like when the right before the wii U e-shop got yep. closed, right before it closed they were selling it I, for like and nothing and i was like this game i have them like version. this i'm like this is a fucking cool. masterpiece like please somebody get it they're they're giving it away like fucking get Trade it loan it to
0: me yeah i didn't finish it but i did it Eventually, I ended up buying my own copy, like physical, just because I knew. Yeah, I played. I,
1: like, oh, so I played through it to the end somehow. I don't even know. Like it's,
0: it's really hard. It, it, it it's, gets really it's It's hard like to a. Me.
1: It's like a point and click plus uh, plus like motion control and mm-hmm. and it yeah it's like I I mean I played the shit out of it and somehow i made it to the end i don't know how but <laughs>
5: yeah it's it, absolutely it. incredible series um so there is so i really want to kind of get hopefully get to a point where like i'm I'm on a scheduled kind of episodic schedule where folks know what to expect from the channel weekly and i mean um you know because i think that that'll just help me like manage my time better but it, it, it definitely takes time to do like the retro episodes for um, sure, yeah. I loved doing the Tatsunoku episode, but that meant me booting up Tatsunoku, playing it on the Wii U, <laughs> right? you need to be able to capture it. Yeah, because yeah, I needed to be able to capture it. And then kind of remember how to play it and my muscle memory wasn't too bad, but if you watch the footage, you'd notice that I wasn't doing any aerial combos because I couldn't remember.
1: Yeah, I mean, you were you were doing some great Ryu combos, like I, I saw that. I was like, I was like, I didn't. I was like, I never did that combo. You know, like I said, I'm like the, I don't know. I'm I'm the I'm the casual uh fighting game car- person where I'm just like, oh, no. I'm like, I love the characters in the lore, but I'm not that good. But I just want to play through See, the I'm single player casual. arcade. That's that's me. Listen, you know, I love I, I love the game. single player shit
5: listen, Joe, the Condor was my guy. Like, he had a parry move where the screen would turn black and he would shoot shoot. Like, oh, that sure. move was so nuts.
1: No, I, um, I told you, I, I got crazy into it where I, like, watched the cartoons even, and I was like, uh, I went out of my way to get fucking Yatterman, the, the, the Tatsunoku, mi, mi, or what was it? Um, No, not Tatsunoku, uh, Takashi Mike movie, which is really good. Uh, I'll have to just, like, send you my copy or something like that. Actually, a friend of mine burned it for me, but but it's Because you can't buy it digitally or whatever. But the movie's awesome. Like, the live-action Yatterman movie is so good. But I kind of went out of my way to try to watch all of the cartoons. And was it Callus was one of the newer ones that was in the game? I Like, I got the... the there was, like, two anime movies about him that I bought uh, just to see him. And, and, yeah, I rented the old, like, j- the G-Force, the Got the Gotcha Force, whatever yeah. stuff. Mm. And, you know, like, just see, like, the original... Because it was, like, the original, like, transforming machine, like, stuff you saw on, like... Uh, power rangers later and that and that sort of shit and yeah i kind of i kind of really got into the characters that were there and I, yeah i was uh i was a huge fan of it <laughs> like i think i know i've put uh songs from the soundtrack multiple times on the show
5: like way yes. back when it first started and all that incredible game um and and listen i i i just love those characters i have an affinity for it i was i i even thought to myself that you know um I showcased the uh Wii stands that I got the arcade cabinets and I was thinking I was like I should probably hit the guy up and ask for a third and have it built on tatsunoku versus Capcom
1: oh yeah, oh yeah 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 the 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 little, the little switch stands that you had on your show yeah they're they're like little arcades but you can put the screen in there like the switch screen like those mm-hmm. are really cool like the, like they don't you know the, the buttons don't work but you can put it in there and then play it with a controller right and you can feel like you're in the arcade yeah. those are really cool yeah
5: um and you know you could also put the joy con in there to actually have the joy con kind of function like uh oh oh like, yeah 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 on the front right yeah i remember that um but you know in terms of other content i definitely um i'm gonna do an aew video and i i've been thinking about the different ways that i could approach like having a thoughtful discussion about the game you know because i feel like my last two videos were like what the fuck is going on <laughs> right I and mean, that's kind of where but, where a lot of us are right <laughs> yeah yeah and and you know i mean i felt like i one of the more recent videos like um i think it was like uh the eight ways to course correct um that did okay on the channel but I, i've been thinking about um doing a video that compares aew to day of reckoning which i think it in in many ways is a direct descendant of in terms of like gameplay mechanics but i see and you know we've had this conversation just the similarities in the games and 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 how in many ways they parallel and and while fight forever is the evolution of that engine you can kind of see a lot of um day of reckoning's dna in it um I definitely, you know, and I I kind of alluded to it too. Like one of the ideas that I've had for a video that I haven't finished yet, but I've started is also just kind of uh, the magic of Mario and and why I think Mario Wonder is going to be such a special game because of the absurdity. You know, like I was teasing Jeremy earlier, but like Mm -hmm. the premise of the video is just going to kind of unpack that and discuss like Mario is best when it's crazy as fuck, like when it is off the wall. And I think that Wonder has kind of demonstrated or highlighted that as much as it can in a lot of the trailers. Like I can't imagine what's gonna be in that game that they haven't shown us. The things that we haven't seen, the power-ups we have no idea about. You know, and, and I'm also starting to highlight like uh more trinkets and 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 collectible stuff. So you'll see shorts about like all of my hip-hop trinkets, some of my video game trinkets. Nice. Like I you know, there was a moment where I, I was showing off on <laughs> earlier, like the Mario 35th anniversary pin set. <laughs> like oh, I, oh, oh, yeah, I was yeah.
0: feeling a little jealous when you showed that, but I kept my mouth.
5: Shut. Yeah, didn't we? We had a whole thing on this show,
1: I think, about like Jeremy and John both trying to get it, and like neither of you got it or something like I that. I basically it turned into like... a
0: Karen with a Nintendo, yeah. whatever their rep was, because they. I have both. Yeah, because
1: yeah, there was like a whole thing, right, where where people like couldn't get it for whatever. I remember, Jeremy and, and John I thought both it was guaranteed. Trying real hard bought, to get it, yeah,
0: because I bought the uh, <laughs> the Mario game, and nope, yeah, it was just whoever registered first.
1: Yeah, they, they, I felt like they handled handled it really badly, but you know, they, they definitely
5: did. I mean, yeah. the site went down. You know, I remember how it, that was just a debacle all around. But I'm also a big collector of like my Nintendo stuff. And I've been thinking about like showcasing my my Nintendo pin set collection and pins. I was gonna say, speaking of my, well, I mean,
1: it's it's kind of dark in here, but right back here, I have um, uh, I have a Luigi's Mansion uh, little uh, trophy thing that actually my wife got it for me, and and the Mario and and Bowser people or whatever over there is my Nintendo, and actually we have um, we you know we just bought a house and we're having like a house party weekend or whatever uh jeremy's actually coming like a housewarming official so i've been crazy i've been crazy trying to put all the all the shit up like all of the stuff and i've actually been framing uh my nintendo posters that i got so i just i just framed uh i framed i have a twilight princess uh poster that i got from my nintendo that i just framed That looks gorgeous uh, Phantom Hourglass, and there's another one that's just, it is just like Mario and Friends. It just shows all the Mario people like all standing together, but they all have the little My Nintendo thing like in the corner, and it's, it's pretty awesome. I like the, you know, I've been trying to frame stuff that's like, you know, that you won't find again. Like I said, like, yeah. like,
0: like the, you got some cool, I was saying, like,
1: this. like the AEW posters like from the comic thing, which you'll never find those anywhere. Like my, I have, like, a Yakuza pre-order uh, GameStop poster. Like, that's... You'll never... You know... The Animal lo-
0: Crossing thing you have is one of the coolest things. Oh,
1: yeah. It's it's over here on this side. But it's, it's really cool to just... I mean, for me, it's like... It's like I have all these fucking video game posters that I got from, like, GameStop shit or, like, or like you know, whatever. And I was just, like... You know, I will just frame them all. So I have, like, a Metroid Prime poster that's, like... That's framed and, like, a Smash Brothers Brawl poster. And, like, I've just been you know, making all my shit look cool. And it's like, and I bought I, I even mentioned, I just bought like three Xenoblade Chronicles posters because I wanted to make like, you know, like you go to somebody's house and they're like, here's the Star Wars trilogy. Like I wanted, I was inspired by that. I was like, I'll put the actual perfect trilogy here and put Xenoblade Chronicles 1, 2, and 3 right here in the
5: basement. So that's kind of what it No, that's, I, listen, that's <laughs> really awesome. Um, And it's funny because like I, one of the things I used to do before my Nintendo, when, when it was still Club Nintendo. Oh, yeah. I have tons of those posters, and some of those posters are massive. I have about like six of those sets because it'd always be like three posters in them.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, no, that that's what I. I don't know if I said Club, my Nintendo or Club Nintendo, but it was the one. Yeah, the the Twilight Princess and all that was Club Nintendo. Okay,
5: yes, so those posters are gorgeous and they're huge. They're... Like some of those are like twenty four by thirty six, I think.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I have I have the actual measurement because because <laughs> I bought the because i bought the frames for it but i think it's like 20 it's like 20 by 28 or something like that
5: yeah but yeah they're sizable they're not small posters by any means 28
1: by 22 is is a measure yeah yeah
5: like i i had the mario set that they had where it had like the mario timeline and then it had a couple of other mario posters in it i have the donkey kong set i have that same one yeah um i have a zelda set and I don't remember which Zelda set because I don't think it's the one you're talking about. I was going to say had...
1: you might have the one. Well, the one that I had was Twilight Princess Phantom Hourglass, and it had like the progression of the different links from different time.
5: Periods. See, that's the one I missed. I didn't get that one. I think the one I got, or maybe it was like a later um, version where they threw some of they threw like one of those posters in, but they included mm-hmm. it with something else. Because I, I kind of remember Toon Link being in it, but I don't think it was, like, from Wind Waker. I think it was from Phantom Hourglass. And I want to say I have the one that had the Smash 4 poster in it. Okay. Because I also have, like, a Pikmin poster that's gorgeous, but it's, like, nice. super long. It's not as big as the other ones. But, yeah, like, the, those posters... Were incredible and and it's funny like I, you know i think about like what i want the channel to evolve into and eventually like i don't know if i'll be the person on camera right because I've, I've kind of avoided that as much as possible i mean
1: you, you should though i mean seriously like uh looking at you right now it's i mean you're a good looking person what? you'll be all right
5: <laughs> well i think you know um you know it's funny like I've, I've always had an idea and vision for the channel and, and that's not to say that i, I you know what it is i think i've always kind of avoided the idea of being a personality i'd like waggle Fest to be a platform where it's a credible voice for gaming mm. right like um you know and, and i i ultimately i i kind of see that so I, I often think about like what would the set look like for for a waggle Fest? <laughs> you know what i'm saying like show it, it yeah. with a couple of folk on it and and i want to include all of those little trinkets in a really well designed set or just like you know i can frame a part of my place like that and just be like this is the designated um area where i'll shoot but um i'm i'm very big on collectibles on on gaming collectibles music related collectibles i i i there's tons of like nintendo art that i love like there's a um artist this cartoonist and illustrator and he does such cool stuff um his name is uh, action beard hank and he has this one um uh poster or print that i had bought and it has like all of the nintendo characters like playing the portables <laughs> and it's super cool like oh nice he's got a really cool art style um and you know like i like to display that stuff uh but yeah there's stuff coming to the channel i i ask anyone that is a nintendo main podcast uh follower that's happened to get hip to the channel Please be patient with me. More content is coming soon this week, and I've also added you
0: guys on my channel. So I said you know? hey, say
1: you say, you're, you're doing you're doing a lot. Like, like seriously, like don't. I, and as a,
0: you just started recently. Like, you're still yeah, kind of a fledgling creator, but you've got this vision, which I don't know if we ever had. I mean, you, you too. As far as that goes. Well, no, I don't mean for the podcast. I, 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 mean, I got, I got, I got ideas. Come on, I, I got ideas. I, I know, I, I,
1: I know. I admire like, yeah. your vision.
0: It sounds way more
3: organized. If
1: you do, uh, if if you like, you know, do the same thing over and over again and expect different results is like the is equals insanity, right? Didn't somebody say that? That's what Someone I think of like every that. time I edit the podcast or post it on Twitter. But
0: yeah. that's not what I, I mean. Our Sorry. <laughs>
1: No, uh, it, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, I be, I, I became a fan of Waggle Press pretty, pretty early, and I was excited to get you on the show last time we were there because I, no, I'm just, I don't know. I feel like you, you know, you understand things, and you, you know, you're, you know, you put. I, I can tell that you got a lot of passion for video games and Nintendo games, and, and you put the effort forth, and, you know, I, I admire anybody who can put out like. You know, for me, I'm just an audio person. Like, I do, I do edit some uh, video stuff, but it's harder. You know, it's I can't do it as quick as the audio stuff. So,
0: it's a lot harder. And, and I
1: understand, like, and I have, you know, we have a YouTube video, a YouTube uh, channel as well. And it's weird because you have your videos that you put like your heart and soul into, and it gets like ten views, and then you put up the one that you like. That you did like with your with with your buddy like where you're just dicking around for three hours and it gets like ten thousand views or whatever and it's yeah. like what's the point of editing like that's kind of where I came like our most watched video is Jeremy and I doing doing the fucking multiplayer of Stardew Valley you know and we were just fucking around and I didn't contain one of all, my favorite
0: you know? comments of all time <laughs> yeah. where the guy just rips us the whole time and yeah. <laughs> very, he goes anyway cool video yeah and then at the end it's like, <laughs> he's like yeah but great video <laughs> and he
1: talks about how, how we like spent so much time trying to figure out the multiplayer I was like dude it was the day it came out like we didn't know like we did well, it right he was on blaming the cusp his kid yeah. too
0: remember he's yeah. like my kid wanted to watch this because yeah. <laughs> it was the new content and they just couldn't get to the multiplayer and blah blah yakushmako. and he like yeah, just yeah. talks all this shit and then the very last couple lines are like anyway great video Yeah, it's funny. Like at the end, it's like, nah, but it was pretty fun. It was
1: fun. I watched, you know, we watched the whole thing, even though it took like, it took you like 45 minutes to figure out the multiplayer. It's like, all right, cool, dude. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's fucking, that's, that's comments are hilarious
0: on there. YouTube, that, yeah, that's part of being on there. But no, I, I mean, I, I don't know. We've never sat down and had like a a dry erase board or whatever and been like, what's our vision? You know, we we should, we should. I don't think we have enough, we don't think we have enough time for that.
1: But we should i mean listen I,
0: I i i
5: am it's funny because like you know i i've always well let me just say i appreciate you guys having me on and i think that of course. the stuff that you guys are doing
0: we are appreciate awesome. you being on
5: hey um,
1: no no i mean like hey. i said I, I became a fan pretty quickly of yours so i was like hey you got to be on the show and joe as well like thankfully we like i said the one who will not be mentioned like the first time <laughs> joe was there i'm sorry that you had to be there with with rise because i really didn't want yeah. that didn't really really didn't want that guy there to I begin actually with. got really confused
0: when you yeah. sent me the message too. and shauna can attest to this where i was like just for a second there i was like wait isn't that the people like isn't that the same people we had the thing with like i thought maybe you're sending me a, the same thing and i'm like oh wait no 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 oh i thought yeah. i thought it because like remember it was originally joe and shake and uh and then it was like joe and rise and i'm like oh wait that's different people
1: Oh no 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 no! I mean, I I I never. I mean, well, whatever. Rise was on the show. I never really wanted him on there because he was too unpredictable. I mean, I really just wanted Joe in there. But Joe, being a the nice person that you are, you were like, well, we should have the uh, creators of the Discord on there first. And that's you know, as originally, I was like, just Joe, why don't you just come on? because well, we we're just naming. playing and hanging out, whatever. You know, that's right. Thing.
5: Joe is a great dude, and and you know, <laughs> I, listen, <laughs> I I, 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 I real talk. <laughs> But, you know, um, we should definitely all have a convo, because it's funny, like, real talk, like, I have added you guys to my channel, like, at the bottom, like, you know, when you can share channels on your YouTube channel, Nintendo main is now one of the channels that I have. Oh, like, sure. I, no, I Thank you. And, you know, I, I just kind of think that we're building a network. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, no,
1: no, definitely. And I was going to say, like... Um... Uh, yeah uh, I was going to say like if you ever if you ever need an a nep- if you ever want to do like a YouTube thing where we just have a conversation about something like I'm totally down or whatever or if you need some extra capture stuff I don't know I could maybe do it I'm pretty you know I get stacked with work sometimes but we can we can make it work I don't know I just like if you had I like to help like, out you know
0: like film a clip for this like yeah, when I sure like I listen I think I really video. yeah that's I
1: really what I mean. mean like yeah supplying video or whatever like actually it, watching your retro stuff retro stuff kind of I haven't done it yet because like I said I I only have so much time but uh it kind of resp- it it kind of inspired me to bring back uh, Trey's retro revival which was a YouTube series I did long ass time ago. Where I would just try to play through my favorite parts of retro games. I even and copied and talked about it. it and, and there was a revival. Jeremy's Retro Revival as well. And you can yeah. find them. On, awesome. You <laughs> find them on the uh, on the Nintendo Main YouTube. They're there. But it was like because uh, yeah,
0: because the, we were games. both learning like video editing, and it was kind of it was the golden age in my in my head. But also like, man, I spent so much time making those Aladdin videos. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's uh, actually
1: well i guess we can segue because i didn't talk about any of the stuff that i played but that's why i thought that you would have be, been interested in disney speedstorm because of all the fucking aladdin shit that's in there for free right now i was like yeah. you remember when you and john did the fuck when we did the fucking uh genesis versus super nintendo aladdin episode which was like I think that was one of our top download ones. No, like was people love that one fun where you, you guys went back and forth and there was a timer or whatever. And I was the judge, you know, like it was, it was cool.
0: I hope we didn't lose
1: shake. Shake, shake <laughs> bounce I when I started saying
5: I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm simply going to <laughs> plug in my laptop.
1: Cool. I'm sorry. I'm oh sorry. yeah. Happy we, to meet you. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, we do probably need to, I know we got real, real too excited, but Noah. Uh, well, I guess uh, let me let me talk about the stuff that I've been playing this week real quick, and then maybe we can you know speed through the news or something like that. Yeah, I, th- I thought that you would be excited about Disney Speedstorm because the the season right now is all Aladdin based, and and uh, and I for anybody who listened to last week's episode, I thought it'd be funny that I, I put two versions. There's two versions of the a Whole New World remix on there, so I have one wow. of, I have one in the middle and the end because I thought people might get a kick out of that. But no, it's a yeah. The dance club mix is fun. Uh, playing us the characters are great. Like the the fucking cave of wonders track is awesome. But no, I'm still Forget about it. I've still been playing. uh I've still been playing Disney Speedstorm. Uh, it gives you a lot for nothing. And I finally understood the way things work. So they basically they add a new chapter to the season every Friday. So every Friday at three a.m., which is pretty much when I get done editing this podcast, so it's right at the right time for me at three a.m. They add a new chapter and you can play through that and uh we're on season four right now and what is unfortunate is that season one through three are only available to the people who got the um early access version of disney speedstorm that kind of pissed me off because i was like why can't i just throw you 30 bucks now and you'll give me the first three seasons because the first three seasons were based around uh monsters inc toy story and lilo and stitch which i really don't care about that one but i do care about the uh, Monsters Inc. characters and the Toy Story ones, so whatever. But uh, but no, the game is fun as hell to play. Uh, it's really it's really good. Like uh, I've I've you know I'm there. There are two there are two types of games that Nintendo will get me for a lot of times, or not Nintendo, but uh, shitty small uh, companies or whatever will get me for in the eShop. And these two games are first person old old school first person shooters and racing games. So I've bought. I've bought way too many shitty racing games, so I know what it means to be a good racing game. And Speedstorm is fucking solid, like back to
0: back. I mean, would you put it on, like, so let's say, like, the Sonic um, All Star Racing, uh, not the one that was on Switch, which I know you liked, but I'm thinking.
1: Oh, the uh, one team, that... team Sonic? I mean, Team, team Sonic, Sonic was. was but I would, it, I thought it was all right, but I don't think it would be better than the, the but Wii like or the just, Wii U. Like one. The,
0: the, the All Star Racing Transformed on Wii U with Danica Patrick. I found that, I loved that game and I felt like that, that's the closest, that's the closest to like a Mario Kart that I've played where I was like, this is just as good in its own way.
1: I, I, you know what? I mean, I would put it on the level of a, Sonic and Sega All Stars. There, there, there are, there are no, there are no Indianapolis 500 racers in there, unfortunately. That sucks. But I do think that
0: I want willpower to be available.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, or Mario Andretti or whoever else. Johnny Rutherford. I think my mm. sister used to call him Johnny Rutherford or something like that. But, but yeah. Uh, sorry, getting into Indy 500 shit. Which that was another YouTube video that I got a lot of watches for because I was the only one, or one of the few who did a video about the Indy 500 Wii game or whatever. But. Uh, but no like Disney Speedstorm and you and you played some of it, Shake. It's it's a solid game, right?
5: It is a solid racing game. I think like the art design or the art direction is really good cuz it translates well on the Switch. Um and I think for a free to play game, it, it it it's just a good game. Like GameLoft has done some pretty good um free to play racing games cuz what was the popular one that they had from for a couple of years? What was that it? That was uh... kind of like um Burnout John oh John
1: always always says this, and I'm always like, "What is that game?"
5: I, I'm gonna tell you guys right now because <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm on a switch. We, we, uh... it's,
1: it's Asphalt, right?
5: Yes, yeah, it's like the that? Asphalt Nine. Asphalt Nine. So it's yeah, yeah. very much similar mechanics to Asphalt Nine, but it's a cart racer. Um, I, I, you I know play,
1: I played this one a lot more than I. I mean, I liked Asphalt Nine, but I like Disney Speedstorm a lot more.
5: Yeah, it's got a lot of personality, um, and once you get the mechanics, like, and it and it's not like a Mario Kart clone because I think that there are lots of games. Oh no, not
1: play. at all. It's much right? different. like to try to
5: play like Mario Kart, and so you have to kind of um, unlearn what you know about Mario Kart because the drifting is a little bit different, um, and and even the weapons and and how you use them are like a that's also different but it, it it just has a lot of charm to it like it's a quality free-to-play game um and and i i would recommend anyone who is into racing or into disney and you know like i i went crazy with disney infinity i have like the entire collection of all of those figures <laughs> like i oh, wasn't nice. into the
1: game but I, like I did buy lot. uh <laughs> i didn't buy all the figures but i did buy disney infinity for wii u like because they had that and i got i got some of the star wars ones and i got falcon the Marvel, the Marvel, because yeah. I lo- I love Falcon. I I was I don't know I was I was a big fan of his when I was in high school, like reading the comics. I couldn't believe that I would have never. if You would have told kid me I would never believe that Falcon was going to be in a in a fucking movie. Well, I didn't. I would have never thought Captain America would be in a movie too I, at that time, you like know. But yeah, because <laughs> they were also they were like CD listers of Marvel at the time. But yeah,
5: for sure. And now and now they are the A listers of the the comic universe. Um, but yeah, like. Speedstorm is awesome. And and speaking of the MCU, I wouldn't be surprised if we start to see those crossovers eventually, right? Like we right? start to see Star Wars, we start yeah. to see Marvel I hope so. get incorporated. Um, so I hope that they keep like supporting the game, but it's a dope racer. Like I, you know, I've had fun with it. It's charming. It's charming. I think the and and you know what I really like about the game more so than anything? I like the maps. Because the maps are kind of—they're not open worlds, but you—you you have choice. So it's not Burnout Paradise where you can just go anywhere, but there's tons of different routes for you to take. Oh yeah, for there's sure. Tons of shortcuts. And, um, and
1: there's even like, and you can grind stuff too, like a la Sonic, <laughs> Sonic Adventure, or whatever, which I think is kind of cool. Where you can jump on a thing and your and your car kind of like gr- grinds over to another thing. But yeah, there are there are a lot of different options. Like we can go one way or the other.
5: Yeah, it incentivizes, like, exploring and going off the beaten path, right? Because that might just be a shorter route. And and I think Mario Kart, while it's, like, incredible, the tracks are linear. Like, you know where you're going nine out of ten times on a track. Um, Speedstorm, not so much. Uh, because the tracks are also just wider in general. Like, in Mario Kart, a lot of the tracks are narrow. Um, but, yeah, it's a cool game, man. I, I really have been having fun with it, so... Yeah,
4: that's my. Yeah, I have no a question.
5: I, I wanted... I have a, what's up?
3: I have a question, man. Like the retro revival games that, that you're talking about, you and Jeremy, like uh, are are y'all like? I mean, are they, are they just Nintendo specific, or like how is it? How are y'all As doing now?
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, mean, you mean we that? are a well, Nintendo-based podcast.
1: I mean, it was. It, yeah, we. Right, I right. mean, we basically did. We did. We did edited videos for um YouTube, mm. where yeah. we just basically kind of talked about different games that we like. There was. I mean, I'm pretty sure we did Genesis stuff because we did a whole thing around Sonic Mania, like when that came out for, yeah. for Switch, where we did a whole bunch of Sonic games that we like. So I did play Sonic games on Genesis, and I think Jeremy did as well.
4: Yeah, I, did. So, I think I
0: played, like, Sonic Spinball and all this other stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah, so it was that sort of thing. I was trying to, like, you know, get excitement for whatever or i did like
0: we were building our editing shops like video editing shops because we were both learning like the software too i think
1: like i did i think i did one like because like splatoon 2 was coming out to switch this was like Mm -hmm. the beginning of switch and i was like here are games that inspire splatoon so i did like a mario sunshine video and i did like and i did like a perfect dark video and like you know stuff stuff like that you know like, like that sort of thing
0: My thing was, like, I did, like, the Sonic oddities leading up to... Yeah, uh, to Mania. Sonic Mania coming out. So I played, like, Mean Bean Machine and Sonic Spinball and uh, Sonic 3D Mania. You know, like, just the oddballs of the group. And just played them for, you know, a few minutes and remarked on them and sort of gave my impressions. But it wasn't anything like a full playthrough in those regards. Like, that was... There were some videos where I did that, but mostly... It was just sort of an impressions. I didn't ever want to give a review. I wanted to give an impression.
1: I did some. I did some. some, I, did I, some I, I did a couple of reviews too. I mean, for like stuff that we got codes for or whatever. You know that sort of. Thing. Well, man, I want
0: to yeah. keep it. I want to keep it like. Uh, yeah, it's it's subjective.
3: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely had the chops for it, man. It would be awesome to see that stuff. Like or bring the revival. Revive the revival again you know, to your channel. Well, I I, I wanted I mean?
1: to I mean well, I guess I should mention what my, my my nickname at the very or my middle name at the very beginning of the episode um was uh, Abyss Sickness and uh that comes from this game that I've been playing that I've been loving called uh Legend of Naiuta um was it Boundless Trails? The second part Legend of Naiuta Boundless Trails, which is a Falcom game. I don't know if you're familiar with Falcom, but Falcom are the people who made the Ease games, which are like my favorite. Like, oh, uh, like I, I still, I will forever, I will say Ease Eight is one of the best uh, Nintendo Switch. It's probably the best Nintendo Switch action RPG game there is. I don't, consi- I don't consider that. Zelda to be it an action RPG. I know mean, is- Are you
0: talking about, Lacrimosa of Daini?
1: Yeah, <laughs> Lacrimosa of Donna, Yeah, which Lacrimosa yeah. actually means the destruction of humanity. So it gets fucking dark at the end there. But you know,
0: Lacrimosa what? just means crying.
1: Well. Not in that game. Lacrimosa means the destruction of all tears. of all existence yeah. is what it means in that game. But no, <laughs> right that now. that game was fucking great. No, but uh, no, I'm a huge fan of the Ease games. I have incredible soundtracks, like ton of fun to play, really good story and all that. And I played Ease eight and nine, and then ten. I thought was going to come out, but it's only coming out in Japan as of right now. It'll come here eventually. But so I needed a new Ease thing, and I heard about uh, Naota which was Falcom, which was a PlayStation portable game that was never released here and that was released here. And I've, I've been fucking loving it. It's been a great, it's, it's just like, the, it's just a great, like, it's that, you know, old school RPG, old school action RPG thing that I just really enjoy. And I just beat, um, I just beat the second chapter. And, and at the end of the second chapter, they told me that my sister's going to die because she has abyss disease. <laughs> just like they just throw that on you like right at the beginning of it and all of a sudden yeah, she's, my
0: sister was gonna actually had a bitch disease
1: it, it's like all of a sudden like, <laughs> yes, yeah, all of a sudden they just like, she's <laughs> in a coma and they're like and the doctor's like well she has the abyss disease and i'm like what the fuck is an abyss disease do you expect me to know what that is maybe that's a maybe that's a reference to the trails game or something like that but but no it's i mean it's made me i, I thought about trying to do a video of uh of the naita game just because i've been having so much fun with it but uh but yeah, that's that's where I kind of thought I was like, well, I could try to do a retro revival, but also I, you know, I spent a lot of time uh, editing this podcast, so
3: well, maybe you a retro video. <laughs> well, maybe you and Jeremy could like trade off, like y'all do you to kind of work on it together, you know, and well, get sure. it out, you know. I mean, so, Jeremy, I Jeremy, did, Just it out there.
1: Jeremy did edit a couple episodes ago. Yeah. that sort of thing. But yeah, that was what I was saying about abyss sickness, but the one game that I haven't said anything about yet that I really, really want to talk about, and this is an old ass game, but who the fuck cares? Uh, so, so there's a game. So last week, what was it? Last week I talked about this game called father, father, forgive me, which is this new first person shooter game. That looks like an old school first person shooter game. Um, and, and it was like a, it looks really cool, but it was really hard. I wasn't really into it. And actually I was, I was editing the podcast and listening to Jeremy talk about Cyberpunk 2077 and talking about playing it on an easier level and how you could change the difficulty at any time. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should try to change the difficulty of Father Forgive Me. So I, as I was playing, as I was editing and playing the video game, I was like, all right, let's go in here and see what we can do. So I was like, so I went and I dropped the difficulty down like one level. And then I was able to get farther in the game. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, this game is a lot more fun now. Now I can, you know, you, it has like some RPG elements to it where you can upgrade your weapons and you can actually, you know, whatever you upgrade a weapon, your weapon changes the way it looks and it'll like get more, you'll have more ammo that it contained or whatever, and has better shot uh, accuracy and that sort of thing. And there's a lot of cool like stuff with it. But while I was playing it, it reminded me of this other game that I never beat that I really, really loved. And Jeremy actually played it while he was here. And that was dusk. This, this uh, first yeah. shooter game called dusk. And I was like, I was like, you know what? This kind of reminds me of Dusk. Maybe I should go back and play that. And I went back to Dusk, like you know, while I was still editing all this. And uh, I went back, and I was like, I was stuck on this part of Dusk where you have to fight these two giant fucking shark head dudes that kind of look like Killer Shark <laughs> from uh, from the was it wasn't wasn't it a, who's who's the shark guy from the Flash? The, 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 Doesn't even oh, matter. Uh... Uh, it, the suicide
3: squad or whatever yeah yeah no, who's the yeah.
1: shark guy killer shark or something K- like king, that. Shar- king, or shark. king shark Shark. Right, kind of look right? like king shark people or whatever this guy with a yeah. giant shark head whatever anyway there's two of them and you have to defeat them and that's the level and i'm like i can't fucking beat either of these guys i have been stuck on it for a long time so i just looked online i was like well how do you beat this level so i watched a youtube video and there's this there there's a soap that you can find in every level. Like there's a, there's like a bar of soap that you can find. And if you pick it up in every level, you get like an achievement through the whole thing called like, don't drop the soap or something dumb like that. (laughs) And so basically what I found out is if you, if you can find where the soap is in this level and you throw it at the shark thing, the shark thing automatically dies. So that's how I beat it. (laughs) I picked up the soap and I threw it at it and it just completely explodes into all these like bloody bits or whatever. (laughs) And then I got to continue on with the game. And this was like the end of that episode. And then there was one more episode after that. And that final episode was like fucking insane. It was basically like, it it basically, you know, catered directly to me. It's like, what if we took Super Mario 64 and mixed it with old school first person shooters and made this fucking amazing game? And that's kind of what... It was to me, and I kind of—I already knew their connection to Super Mario sixty four because there's a there's an endless mode where you can just where they just throw enemies at you forever, and you can play it in their own recreation of a uh, Peach's Castle from Super Mario sixty four. So they already they already knew something about it, but there was this one level where where you're in this village, and you get to keep raising the water level. And it reminds me of wet dry world, which was, a, which is Mario 64 level. And I was just like, I was like, holy fuck. Like they made a, this like horror first person shooter game. That's like inspired by wet dry world, like one level. And I was like, that is so fucking cool. I mean, that was catering directly to me. Cause Super Mario 64 is one of my favorite games, like of all time. So, so like, I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. So like that that was one of the levels. There was another level where like you would get this item that would change gravity and it would change it to like one side or the other, or the other and you would have to like fall through and you could fall forever. Like if you fall and you died, you would respawn. And you wouldn't lose any life. And it was just like it was like all of a sudden they just flipped everything in the game like on itself, like literally. And I was like, "Holy fuck, this is this this is fucking rad!" And it was like, and I'm like so confused, but like so into it at the same time. And yeah, I was like, you flip the gravity over and over and over again. And there's upside down islands, and there's all these like islands everywhere, and you have to flip it to get to the different thing. And it's like, what used to just be like a a quote unquote Doom clone already all of a sudden became like this crazy like Portal style game or whatever. I was just like blown away by like the by the levels that they had in here. That was one, and there was another one where, like, there's a level that's just this, it's just empty plain, and there's just a church there, and, uh, you basically have to kill all these different enemies, and then, and there's different switches that you do, and then you go into the church, and the church is, like, and there's this big, like, monster, like, uh, you know, looking, uh, um, what is was it, uh, this Lovecraft-looking monster, like, comes out of the ground, and you kill that, and then the church is, like, you have to... You know, press this, and the ultimate sacrifice will happen. And you, like, hit a button, and this big fucking tornado comes out, like, comes out of in front of the church. And you have to leave the church and wait for the church to get completely destroyed by the tornado. And then you come back, and then you go to the next level. Like, there's just all this, like, crazy shit that I was just like, holy fuck, this game is amazing. And, yeah, and then there was, like, the second to last level, they throw 200, 270 enemies at you not at once it's like wave oh, after wave after wave <laughs> but i had to like i had to figure out how to get good at it like i was i was already kind of good but i had to do like good. there's a thing where you have to run and if you run and crouch you do like the slide thing that makes this kind of like an extra it's like, Fortnite. it's like an extra faster run thing and i had to do that and there's all these like little springs that'll bounce you up so you have to stay in the air and slide and stay away because they'll because the characters will shoot these like fireballs at you that kind of chase you. And if you're in the air, they don't chase you as high. Like it was, it was ridiculous, but I, I'm just, I can't believe that I had to, you know, I had to get much better at first person shooters or whatever. Anyway, I beat that level and then I beat, and then there was a boss after that. And the boss is really cool. You basically had to like break the ceiling and have the light come in and destroy the monster. And then you basically spoilers, you basically become the monster. They say that you were now too powerful and now you are the ultimate evil. At the end. But it was, uh, I fucking loved it. Like, I, I, that was another thing I was, you know, like I said, I was inspired by uh, Waggle Fest videos. I was like, I should do a, I should do a best, like, you know, old school first person shooter video. And just see where my new list is. Because I've always, like, had certain ones in certain places. But all of a sudden, Dusk, like, got really, like, went up to the top of my list. And I think the other one was, that was above that, was um, Project Warlock. Like, I really, really loved that one. Or Ion Fury was great, too. But, like, there's a lot of really, really good first-person shooters on there. And I just wanted to talk about how amazing Dusk was. Because, yeah, that awesome, those last right? couple levels were, like, just kind of blew my mind. And they're doing, they're, like, I guess it's, like, an anniversary and they're doing, like, an HD re-release or whatever. Like, they're doing a free HD upgrade where, like, everything's going to look better or whatnot. And I don't know when it's coming awesome. to Switch, but it's on, it's on Steam, I know. But. but, yeah, just, like, it was just a game I went back to that I... Er- erroneously like did not put on my game of the year list or whatever but i was like fuck man those last few levels like blew my mind i wish i would have beat it because i would have put it higher on my list i think it was like an honorable mention or something like that
5: I-, I feel like i remember that coming out and uh getting a pretty positive uh reception across the board oh
1: yeah yeah no i mean i was i was really into it too i just got stuck on that on that double the, the double shark uh level and i just couldn't get past that so i think maybe that's why it wasn't as high on my list but no i once i got past that, i was like fuck man these last levels are really fucking cool and i've and, and i don't know how much uh either of you are really into it but i'm a, I'm a the, i've been eating really well on the old school first person shooter stuff on switch like they've been really feeding a lot to me and i love that shit i mean i grew up on doom and wolfenstein and Blake Stone and all that so i, I love seeing that shit
5: yeah i was never like a big fps person i just feel like my my introduction to fps's were was definitely GoldenEye, and i was always getting bodied yeah. <laughs> like i felt like everyone's aiming was so much better than mine uh you know i mean i had fun with it so even now like i, I play fps's in general like pretty casually like uh Oh my goodness! What what the hell is that team based FPS that was super popular about four years ago?
1: Oh, uh, Team Fortress.
5: Not Team no. Fortress. More recent, um, with the character based. Oh,
0: um,
5: and, and then Bayday? it just came out. So cool. No, the Blizzard game. Yes, the Blizzard oh, game. Overwatch overwatch That's, okay yeah, yeah. Like, you know I, I like i i enjoyed overwatch but like i knew i wouldn't contribute in any meaningful way to my team because i'm not a sharpshooter but I, I say that to simply say like um you know i i, I play fps very casually um so a lot of the older stuff like i either missed entirely but I, I think it'd probably be fun to go back to some of them. You know what I'm saying? Because I do, like, I do get some of the collections. Like, I got the Serious Sam collection. Oh, I have. That. I got Duke, yeah. Necom, Duke Nukem. Yeah, um, have you Have you played it? Have
1: you played Doom 64 by chance? You can get it for like five dollars. Like, I love I, that game so much. I think I
5: have all of the Doom games. Like, I have Doom 2016. I have Doom Eternal. I have oh, okay. Doom. From X, from uh, was that on the Xbox or Xbox 360? Doom 3? Yeah, Doom 3. Yeah, yeah, like I have all of those. I think it was, I I
1: think it was Xbox regular. I don't know, but yeah, Uh, I mean, that's one I always swear by is Doom 64 because it has a really, really, really good level design. And I played it, it was one of my favorite 64 games of all time. Like, it was really cool, and it was different. It it was cool because it was different from all the other Dooms, like they. Built it from the ground up, like it's not a port, and in, in, in any way, it's just, it's its own special game and all that stuff. Oh wow, I didn't know cool. that. Yeah, so that's why it was really cool. But uh, yeah, um, I don't know. We we we're we're, we're running kind of long here, so we should probably uh, wrap <laughs> it up. But I did want to tell you, I think I think you have like eight minutes to do it, probably for uh, Amazon Prime Day. But I know you're a big fan of turn of turn based strategy games, but uh, Fire Emblem Engage is like half off on, uh, on Amazon for 30 bucks. And just because I've heard people talk so greatly of it, I did buy it for 30 bucks for, for half nice. off because, because I know that Nintendo will never have it that low because Nintendo only goes as low as what, like $45 or something like that online.
5: Yeah, that was always 42 bucks.
1: And I was, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 42 bucks is what I was thinking exactly on the note. And I was like, uh, yeah, I was like, well, I, I could do the two, like the two for a hundred, like the the Nintendo Switch vouchers, but thirty bucks. Yeah, I, I went for it because Fire Emblem Engage. I want to play it as for our like Game of the Year episode and video. You know, I always do a YouTube video of that as well, which nobody watches. But uh, I, I put I put my heart and soul into it, and maybe I get like twenty oh. views or something like that. But Listen,
5: uh... <laughs> I was gonna say that Engage is a great game. I think that it came at like. Like I like that game came out earlier this year, and then a month it was like later the beginning of the play year. Right? Remastered, yep. yeah. So like it, it was just a wild kind of season for me personally because I was like, oh my gosh, there's all these things. So I didn't play through it, like I didn't finish it. Oh, but you
1: but you played it already.
5: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I should have figured I, you
1: probably I, did. I'm saying, but if you didn't, it's it's the cheapest it's ever been right now
5: for sure listen i'm the frugal gamer like i am on day coup deals all the time like i was telling joe i was like bro get dragon ball fighters i'm like it is oh yeah that
1: thing is so dirt cheap i have that game too like we could play that online i I think i bought i think i bought it for eight bucks that means i have to
3: like come through now (laughs) no listen it's it's on sale for
1: like eight dollars like a lot like it's so fucking cheap yeah
5: and it's a great game like it is a it's one of the best ports on switch i i think when you talk about like just regular uh multi-platform uh ports that are well done like the game looks great it runs great it, it has a whatchamacallit um rollback netcode so the online holds up oh, really well. and because th- i told him to pull the trigger i was like yo joe pull the trigger it's like Ten bucks, and you get the season one characters, which was like about five extra characters in it. I'm like, you will not be disappointed as a fighting game fan because it's very Marvel versus Capcom esque. Yeah, um,
1: no, it, yeah, definitely, it it is. It's like, well, it, and it's even hasn't even gone beyond that where some of those newer fighters, like they will finish combos for you as well. You can set that up as an option. I know, uh the Persona, the Persona fighter did that. Like the switch one persona arena or whatever it's called
5: yeah yeah like i i didn't play the persona fighter but it definitely has like an easy operation mode so like you know if you don't want to get into the technicality of learning the bread and butter combo you can just button mash and do amazing things but it's a deep fighter like it is a deep fighter there's nuance to all the characters and again like i'm a sucker for cell shading and i feel like that game to me looks like what people wanted a dragon ball to look like like in our in their memory like what they think the anime actually looks oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. is what this game is um
0: i think you're right from an earlier point you made that associated games age better than other polygonal games yeah like photo realism oh, oh yeah 100 cool.
1: yeah no no one yeah no you're right on that go continue sir
5: oh no no it's fine I, like i'm here for photo realism but like and that's the thing why, like, I don't get into arguments with people who push specs all the time, you know, and because I'm like, while this game might be cutting edge right now, in about five years, you're going to be like, this uncanny valley shit looks awful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, right. and when they remake <laughs> the game, right, they're going to remake that game five years removed. And it's gonna be, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, what we're seeing is so crazy to me. And I just think, like, all cel shaded games that I could think of, whether it's Okami, whether it's Wind Waker, what like they
0: all still look fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. Borderlands are good looking cel shaded.
5: Absolutely, guys. like the Borderlands franchise, all mm-hmm. of those games look great. And and I think that even Borderlands three, right? It just got the port to Switch.
1: I heard that port was pretty good, cells-
5: right? yeah yeah but i i think when you have that art style it's it's even when it doesn't have like the highest um or when you're not pushing the graphical fidelity to its highest you know what i'm saying um i, I still think because it's cel-shaded there's a quality about it that still looks good even if you're playing it on the switch even if you're playing it on a lower respect pc like it just looks fucking good it cleans um, it up a lot because like,
0: yeah as far as i know is like this the uh, technology bef- behind cell shading at least what i remember from back in the day is like it's based on your perspective of how you're viewing it and that's how they frame it so mm. that keeps it like optimized for the angle you're viewing it yeah for sure
5: you know by the way shout out to jeremy man that that robe looks really fresh bro like it looks <laughs> Thanks. really it was comfy. a gift
4: from my family <laughs> I'm, like, I'm
5: like he's wagging with the robot i love
0: it you know, i wanted to be comfortable i it's it's a little chilly down here
1: i have a robe up actually i have a robe upstairs from from my wife as well that i, well, that I should i should wear down here yeah to be it honest gets, i actually it gets, just took a really long gets real cold this, in the basement
0: pj clothes and i woke up but you know i, I can look cool still
5: I, no, I I wasn't even joking. I wasn't being facetious at all. Like I'm like, yo, that yeah. it, it, it like it looks like a really it looks very pimperous. Very uh you know, Hugh half. Uh, yeah.
1: But not in a creepy way.
0: Exactly. I will say these palms have not smacked anyone
1: <laughs> <laughs> Was it Hugh Hefner that originally wanted to be a comic book artist before he had a There was one there's one I, I think it was maybe it was Hugh. It was one of um it was, it was one of those like you know nudie books or whatever that uh, there's this movie called Comic Book the Movie. It was actually made by Mark Hamill uh, of Star Wars fame, Mister Luke Skywalker, uh, and uh, they they like talk they talk about like it's basically like it's this this um, mockumentary about a about a comic book character that gets that gets redone like shittily and they don't actually you know give you give you the original version of it. it's actually really funny and it stars a lot of his uh, voice actor friends so you have like the voice of like um SpongeBob in there and uh various other you know characters from from all, I, I think Rob Paulson is in there as well but like all these all these like you know wonderful voice actors from various things uh deep cut but uh, comic book the movie they, they I think it was I think Hugh Hefner was in there like in one of the intros and he talks about like how he originally wanted to be a comic book artist but couldn't make it work so he started playboy or whatever you know
5: i feel like i've seen that like i I really think that i've seen it um it came out it came out
1: like the early 2000s i think something like that i I have it on dvd but yeah uh but sorry sidetrack so um i don't know uh should we talk we could talk about maybe two uh news things and then wrap it up here
0: news 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 don't snooze or you miss the news
1: let's i guess i want to mention this before we go so there's like a new there's there's a new uh there's been a lot of switch Two rumors of course, of course. but this but there's one that's like was very specific that i thought was interesting this uh, on in my nintendo news uh rumor claims switch Two coming in two different models what is it like priced at like 400 and450 or something like that but I like how it's specifically September of 2024 like it's like not there's no wiggle room it's like that lady from from Ghostbusters it's like mm-hmm. it's this date it's like don't you want to wait for like the sales of the book it's like no it's this exact date and that's when the world ends it's like it's like it's like that sort of thing but I I don't know it's yeah say there will be an all digital model for 400 and there will be a digital plus cartridge slot
0: for 450 and i call bullshit on that because yeah. the cartridge slot is not a demanding hardware feature right? it's not yeah. the moving parts of like an optical drive and all that so i just don't i don't see there being a distinction in the switch versions like there was with the the ps which actually you know uh playstation did announce or sony the really, slim yeah did announce that there is the slim which has long been rumored but you can also add a uh whatever the fucking disk drive drive. yeah you can add the disk drive to either your current model or the future model because this will be replacing the current stock once the current stock runs out so i don't know I, i just don't see the the cartridge slot of the switch being on the on the level of the optical drive where it would be a different price point because you're not playing movies in it you know you're not like yeah, right. Like, it, it it's does, not like it's not it like a Blu-ray player or, or 4K player. Exactly. Whatever. It doesn't serve a purpose other than being a spot to insert the cartridge, which is not. I just don't think the hardware of that is the same as a solid state thing as it would be if it was an optical drive.
1: I mean, I, I call bullshit when they said, like, it will re- release... September twenty fourth of twenty twenty four. Like, like the you say the actual day. Like, I mean, it's gonna be baller if like next year we find out that it's actually coming out on September twenty fourth. I mean, it's absolutely coming out next year. I I mean, but like, but on the day, like saying it's the twenty fourth. Like, like going down to the actual. No, it'll be early fall. I think
0: they've got the right time frame. Yeah, Yeah. this ain't gonna come out in March. You know, like they're gonna wait till the next fiscal year to 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 roll this shit out but yeah no i i i don't know like well that's incredibly specific but it is also like somewhat realistic
1: well let me tell yeah. you why let me tell you why it's bullshit um so i just looked ahead next year september 24th is a tuesday nintendo they only released first party stuff on friday so you are wrong true you are wrong whoever you so are be uh, it'll be on the 27th of the <laughs> september 27th, if yeah. it comes out at that time no because yeah every every nintendo property comes out on friday so
0: and don't forget that next year's a leap year so maybe
1: oh yeah it. but, but it's not going to come out in february that's where the leap year is but yeah that, yeah that, it's that's, just one
0: extra day
1: that's you know? that but uh there's one more thing i want to mention before we go just because I'm pretty excited about it, it's a shame it's not coming out until next year. But uh, Lego Animal Crossing got officially announced. Uh, yep. I was at, my my wife uh, saw 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 it on like making this for years. Saw it on TikTok a while ago and was like, oh, oh, Animal Crossing Lego. I was like, really? Is that actually get announced? But now it's been official. Now it showed the different play sets. and I was like, you know, I was basically like, you know, my my wife loves Legos, loves Animal Crossing and i was like well there's christmas present right there got it got it on but it's not coming out till march of next year i was kind of disappointed by that that's but we,
0: next year's christmas present
1: sure yeah but but we, or an we anniversary we, present yeah or or that as well yeah our anniversary is actually a couple of days away but no it was uh, yeah we we actually we looked at the different versions of them and like tried to you know figure out like what which one which one would you want and all that and it's it's interesting cuz they cuz original when i first heard the uh, animal crossing lego set i was like well they gotta do like maybe like a house that you can get that's like you can adapt and make it different like kind of like how you would in the game you know that's what right. I was thinking like that sort of thing eventually a
0: statue you can put out front
1: <laughs> of yourself if you once you pay off your loans but I mean there's some interesting there's, there's like the capn Island boat tour like that one's it we we kind of broke them down like it was like uh so like was it Julian's birthday party that's like just one section of a house that's like 14.99. At Bunny's Outdoor Activities. It's just like a small part of of the town or whatever. There's just like a couple places you can be on. That's like twenty dollars. And I think like the first one that's actually appealing somewhat is captain Island's boat tour. So you have like parts of the island, you got the boat, you got captain in there. You know, obviously it's
0: sounding almost more like uh the mobile game than the Switch
1: game. Oh uh, was it uh, pocket <laughs> camp <laughs> or whatever it's one. called? Yeah, yeah pocket yeah. camp. So like, yeah, Captain yeah, captain is twenty nine ninety nine. I mean, if it doesn't have a little button that you can push that where it will like sing songs to you, I, I, I think they're missing out if they're not doing that. Cause that was always what we loved on that. Isabel's house visit. Like that's one that maybe we would get that one's like 40 bucks. You have, is, you have Isabel in there. And uh, oh, yeah, Isabel's pretty hot. And, and, and I mean, fa- popular and, and fauna <laughs> 389 <laughs> pieces. I guess I didn't mention the piece. But uh, the one, what was it, uh, the the, the biggest one, the seventy-five dollar one, that's the one I was into. Uh, Nooks Cranny plus Rosie's house. I mean, you got that's what when I, when Jess and I were talking, it's like it's like we gotta have Nooks Cranny, right? You know, for anybody who doesn't know, Nook mm-hmm. fucking Tanuki that like that you need the all the money to and all that you have to pay off They give you a free house. It's like you have a free house, but you gotta work for me and pay me back or whatever. But yeah, uh, yeah, Nooks Nooks Cranny. Plus Rosie's house looks looks pretty cool. And actually just pointed out that what's interesting about it is if you want to have all of the different um different fruits in Animal Crossing, you have to buy all of the sets. So each set oh. has a different fruit type tree. So that's very Animal Crossing y. That's know, pretty clever. I mean that's going it's going back like... to original GameCube Animal Crossing, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you have a different fruit depending on what Version you got, or well, what basically whatever copy you got, you get a random version of it, that sort of thing. But I don't know, I'm intrigued, you know. Well, I'll definitely, I'll probably, you know, probably I'm still more intrigued getting... in the uh
0: Lego Piranha Plant than I am, than the because that's supposed to come out soon, yeah, above the uh Animal Crossing set. But I still think it's cool, like, well, obviously, like, um, meringue isn't in there, so I don't really care yet. Uh. I want a meringue set.
1: For Animal Crossing?
0: Oh, yeah. Meringue's my favorite Animal Crossing character.
1: They need um, Tad. Get, a, get one this you can build Tad.
0: Get Tad in there. That'd be pretty cool.
1: Yeah. But no, Animal Crossing, uh, one of my favorites.
0: And there's Blanca family. who has a... You could just write on her face with dry erase marker.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah. I what I mean? Do any? Do either of you have any interest in uh, Animal Crossing Legos? I don't know if any, if any of you have ever played Animal Crossing. Well, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Shane I did. invested yeah.
5: In yeah. a ton of hours <laughs> in, in New Horizons. Like I, I probably stopped playing New Horizons like right before I met you guys.
1: Okay, in all right.
5: seriousness, like. I have a Golden State Warrior basketball court on my island. Oh
4: damn.
0: Yeah. I have a So you court. actually went into like the sprite or you know the, the you actually made it look like a basketball court with the, Oh, I, like it looks like a legit pixels. basketball
5: court. Like I I have you know, cool. I I was on <laughs> Yeah, was it a like was doing all kinds of re- like I was importing photos so that I could have like hip hop albums in my ho- like I was nice. doing all and, and, and translating them into like pixel art. I was doing all the things. I I played Animal Crossing for real. Like I I probably invested easily a thousand hours. Like when that game came out, it it just hit at the right time. Like everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right. In the pandemic,
0: it's still my number one game. Like most hours put into a game on the Switch because of the pandemic. I mean, I think I, pl- I think I, I've, I've repeatedly said I played it like it was my job because my job yeah. shut down.
4: Yeah,
1: and that's yeah. When I
0: played, stuff.
1: I mean, it was a. I think I put about five hundred hours into it, and my and and uh, Jess, my wife, put a uh, thousand hours into it, a thousand plus. As, as, and, and i thought they were like the one that just kept kept playing it <laughs> like after when everybody else stopped playing like i have easily
0: it. not touched it in over a year but yeah i mean i played the shit out of it when it was the hotness it was a ton was of fun
1: hot. yeah we both we both played the shit out of it for for years like and we even did we a, even a we, did, we, we even did a patreon episode where we where we just like walked around and looked at our houses and it was like
0: Oh, uh, I built a podcast studio. We yeah, it were, was it a was like our, yeah, it was like
1: <laughs> R.I.P. Animal Crossing episode mm. where it's like this is the last time <laughs> we will play it. And Jeremy had all these trees with money, and we all took the money, but we forgot to like go back to our town, so we just left our switches dormant. So it just like it just like errored, and then we never got the I know, money I had that like we did in the video. Like had dozens yeah. of
0: money trees with like the full like yeah
1: amount of money. It's on so it. stupid. Like I don't know why we just like we just recorded and we just like. Cause you need to go back to your town and we just forgot. And it just like, yeah, we just never got all the money, whatever. But yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> in the Legend has stuff, it. Those
0: trees yeah. are still there. They probably still <laughs> the, are. Yeah.
5: The, the money trees are still there
1: <laughs> and they're
0: covered in cockroaches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
5: they, 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 that's the <laughs> only thing like, you know, so, uh, my attic in my house was, uh, was a music studio. Nice. Uh, my oh, basement nice. was an arcade. Actually, <laughs> so, you know, <laughs>
1: actually, you know what my, so I gotta tell you my, my attic was a wrestling ring and I made a custom like little skirt that said AW at the bottom. So <laughs> so there you go. I, I was I was into it then even. Well, I mean I started watching it at the very beginning of 2019, but
5: yeah. It's funny. I have the custom logo for the old school WWF cuz I did that like at one point I just had the WWF uh ring and uh i like i had chairs set up on a beach (laughs) like you were at a wrestling event i had all the things with the ring bell and the little um bobblehead wrestler on top Mm -hmm. of it so i had the announce table set up
4: nice
5: um and and i would put the luchador costume on my uh on my character and just roll in the ring and do nothing and then roll out but (laughs) but listen like yo i i loved animal crossing um and I and you know like I, I might pull the trigger on the let go. I, I think that like it's funny like having the channel now. I think like all the things that I would just kind of do randomly for myself. I'm like, oh, that becomes content now. Yep. Right. And, and um, and it's funny because like you know although I've only been doing this for a couple of months, I feel like my subscription base is growing at like a at a steady clip. Like I'm like, oh man, I'm over 100 subscribers now. Oh man, it's like it's some like i'm just gonna keep doing this because i'm having fun with it it's like
4: yeah you
0: know um but think of them as props uh -uh. huh think of it as props for like what you're doing as your like content yeah for sure for sure
1: yeah more stuff you can i mean it's like i can buy this but i can make a video of it as well i mean Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you know that
5: same (laughs) thing with the nitro deck so that was one (laughs) of the things that i absolutely got because i was interested in it but i'm like i've lived with it for a little while and i'm like i'm absolutely gonna do a review and although there are tons of reviews no one has the mint one like i have not seen a youtube video with the mint one and i have the mint
4: uh, like nice. yeah that there you one. Go.
5: um you know so but even that's an interesting peripheral because after sitting with it for a while like it, it's good but it's definitely not perfect um oh and i wanted to get back to the switch two stuff I definitely think like fall of twenty twenty four is ideal because like I think Switch as much as people were like oh the last Nintendo Direct was kind of like you know the 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 bell tolling for the Switch I was like I don't think so I think that there's enough quality first party um, games coming to hold us over past the summer oh yeah. you know I, I think Thousand Year Door I think the Princess Peach Showtime I think like and. and and, and I do think that Metroid Prime 4 is a cross-generational title.
0: Without a doubt. Yeah,
5: right. So I'm like, September almost feels right. You know? Um, and it's one of the reasons why I also think Nintendo is like, we're not doing any additional DLC for Tears of the Kingdom either. I, I think that they know where they're at in the system's lifecycle. I think they're also pushing to get to the place where it becomes the number one selling home console ever Damn. they're so close like when the switch gets a legitimate price drop that's the thing i think people discount right like the ps2 had like a l- legit 10-year lifespan
4: yeah
5: right Switch is in year seven and it's already so close it's knocking on the door mm-hmm. if they ever drop the switch um to the price point of like 150 or 200 for a base switch People are still going to buy it. And I also think the thing about the Switch that people discount is that not only has it had the best um, third party ecosystem of any Nintendo platform, it's really a console whose library is arguably the best Nintendo's ever had point blank, period. Like, oh, yeah, yeah,
1: for sure.
0: Like, I still think it's the best platform for indies because, sure, you got the Steam Deck and like laptops and stuff like that and mobile, but like, Switch is really like the console quality version of Indies in it's the indie, darling hand, you can take wherever you go. But yeah. yeah, I feel like uh the Nintendo Switch is like ultimately I feel like there was a period of time there was like anything that would come out on Steam, everybody's like, put it on Switch, you know, and that was almost a meme for a while. It probably was a meme, but like Yeah. It really did become like I don't know if I'd call it the developer's console, but it did become, like, we've had people on this show, multiple people on this show, that made games for, let's say, like, they made the games for a classic, you know, to be released on an actual cartridge for the NES. But it's somewhat, like, I mean, apparently it's easy enough to to convert stuff to the Switch where, like, you're getting brand new indie games, which no one ever would have thought would have even been, like, downloadable stuff on the eShop. Like, they're like, no, this is like a, you know, this is a project I'm working on that I just want to release on a physical cartridge. And now, like, all of a sudden, there you have all these new, like, uh, consumers because they're putting it on something like the Switch. Like, the Switch is just, and once again, like I said, the Steam Deck is trying to kind of fill that. I think that's why the Steam Deck exists, because they were seeing, like, everything worth playing on Steam, you know, as far as indie games go. Was coming to the switch, and people were like eating it up, and they were getting like these really high sales. Like all these indie games were just basically being made on the switch, like you know, not being made for the switch, but being like they became legitimate because it's like, like and they found on the it, switch.
5: It, and I agree with you. And it's funny, like I I have this, and and this might be a hot take, right? I think that people like within the gaming community, people always kind of knock Nintendo and say. Oh, it's kitty because it you know nintendo is a toy maker ultimately and they're they have a family friendly approach but to be quite honest i think that the switch has proven to be the system at least this generation for like real game enthusiasts oh yeah because because of like it's jrpg library because of the indies and even when you think about the other consoles right like not to say that it's um uh what was the term that you used to use in the the Wii era the the casual audience
4: Filthy I casual. We,
5: yeah <laughs> it, it it's weird to me because like like everyone's excited about a Spider Man sequel right and that's not to say it's not right. going to be a great game it's not like a well developed game. But that is for the casual person who knows Spider-Man as a property, may not like the person who buys a Spider-Man, that's probably like one of ten games in their entire like like they're not gonna have this super huge library.
1: Hey, I, I but, used to I used to call uh Grand Theft Auto fans casuals way back in the day. Back way back in, in the GameCube PlayStation 2 Xbox era. I was I was that troll calling calling a uh, calling the The people who only had like, uh, yeah, yeah, just only had the GTA games. I was like, you're a fucking casual. Like that's a kid's game. Come on, get out of here. I'm like, I'm like Super Mario, like Super Mario or what? What was it? Uh, like Super Mario Sunshine. It's much harder than that game. I mean, I'm sure it was actually.
4: The
5: funny (laughs) thing is, is like I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like I try not to. Like I get your point entirely. Like, and I try not to engage with folks when when they get into console war stuff, right? But I do think that, like...
1: Yeah, I was was an asshole. I was younger, very (laughs) assholy. I was very much like, I will fight you. The GameCube is the best. I will fight you. You know, I was a total dick. Listen, the
5: Cube was a fantastic (laughs) console. Um, But I really do believe that, like, the people who only buy Madden or who only buy NBA 2K or who buy GTA or buy, like, these, like you know call or Halo like exactly yeah it was not... like
1: yeah Call of Duty GTA man yeah the call, like, the Call of I'm Duty like. games yeah.
5: like th- they're casual gamers because like they'll probably only buying two or three games a year if that right when you're talking about like games like Ease 8 or whatever the case may be like all of these developers are finding huge success on Switch um all of these indie developers because there's an audience of people who are like into like niche genres, niche franchises. And I'm like, it's the system for gamers legitimately. Like people that understand that there's just like this larger idea that like games can't be qualified by, you know, the graphics like, but more by the gameplay. Right. Like, I I think that there's just a sensibility amongst like, gamers who play primarily on switch that just kind of understand that like i'm not getting this because there's ray tracing i'm getting it because the gameplay mechanics are really cool or the story and narrative is really cool or it's just engrossing gameplay so you know i I, like i think when it's all said and done the switch might mess around and become like the greatest selling system ever but i also think it just has like the most robust library (laughs) Again, I'd be hard pressed. Like we have like two of the greatest Zelda games ever on one console.
0: It's my top two Zelda games: Link's Awakening and
1: uh, Majora's Mask through Nintendo Switch Online. Oh, oh, you mean the other ones?
0: (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Like, like
5: we we, we've got Mario Odyssey. When you're talking mainline Nintendo franchises, which is why I wonder to me. It's kind of scary what this game could potentially do on a system. And I know, like, we're cutting it close, but, like, this game could fuck around and be, like, the greatest 2D Mario game. Like, we don't know. We haven't played
1: it. We I haven't so. seen
0: reviews. But there is a... I am there of- with you. I'm hoping it's more like the a Mario World than anything. I well,
1: think. there's been, I mean, there's been previews. And I, I, I remember hearing people from IGN specifically say that it should be called Super Mario World 2, that it's bringing back like that. That sort of thing. And I'm here for that. Because, yeah, Super Mario World is, is my favorite see, 2D Mario see when, of all time. When, when,
3: when Shake was talking about that earlier, like, you know, all the weirdness and all that kind of stuff, you know, w- remember that, that, that jump from, like... Mario, Super Mario's to two, and you're like, "What the hell is this?" You know, but then you got into it like, "Wow, this is actually really cool, but so different." Doki doki. You know, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool to see the next iteration. And Mm -hmm. she was going. I mean, I wanted to ask John more about the elephant. Yeah, I do do love. I do love elephant Mario. Did y'all see
0: the video that got put up today? It was like Nintendo put up a new video where it's Bowser is like holding out a flower to Peach, and then the elephant comes along and she turns into the elephant version and the bowser just kind of looks like gobsmacked for a second and then he responds <laughs> back and he pulls out a whole bouquet for elephant peach
4: it's <laughs> <Okay>. hilarious That's, <laughs> I, I
0: like that, that. I like that. Pretty, it's says, pretty it's yeah, pretty cute the... it's very much like why are you making bowser so likable he, isn't he the bad guy
1: i i did hear that the um because there was i think we talked about this a couple episodes ago but there was supposed to be like a uh, elephant Mario stress ball and included in like one of the pre-orders like in the UK. And uh, they're like, they're not making the stress balls. And people were pissed about that, that they could not oh. get the, the the elephant Mario stress balls. They're like, they're not going to come out. They decide, I guess they didn't know how many people were going to be in it, be into it. And now they're completely, now people are stressed it. and now people, <laughs> yeah, they're like, we want the stress ball. <laughs> now they need it. Right? <laughs> but uh, one, one, one of the original topics that I thought of, which we, don't need to talk any longer about it, but as what you're saying about the switch, like, and how the switch will keep going. But I was thinking about this actually the other day while I was working, I was like, cause, cause you know, like, yeah, so PlayStation two was really popular. The Wii was really popular. And after they, you know, after the next, whatever iteration version of it came out, they still kept making games for it. And I think that the switch is probably going to set a record for that, where they're going to have, the, they're going to be the system where they just keep releasing shit to it, for it, for the next like ten years or whatever, because yep. you know it's it's like it's like what is it? Just Dance like twenty twenty three for Wii, which like just like like just came out like last year or whatever. I feel like they'll just keep doing it because they keep announcing stuff for it, even though we knew there's we know there's going to be another one coming. But I'm like, how long are they going to keep releasing stuff for it? Because of like what you're saying, because of it being like an indie darling or what I always think of for being a thing for being a, a system where you can play. Old games that you always wanted to play, but now you can play them portable or whatever. I feel like that had a lot to do with it as well. And what That's I cool. what what I loved is like you remember the Wii was really popular, but everybody was fucking playing Wii Sports. They weren't playing like Mad World. They weren't playing like House of the Dead, Overkill, or like any of these really really
4: I good did. games that I were did. on there. I, well, I yeah, I did, I did, did. But, that was awesome. But <laughs> I was <laughs> you're on the show right now.
1: But I, but I was yeah. but because I was you, you know I was pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, but it was like they were all playing like fucking carnival games and like and like fucking you know and we play or whatever and it's like what i loved about the switch is at least like it's popular but they but yeah people like are eating up like fucking ease eight or like nayuta or like all these weird ass games that are on there that you can play portably and all that
5: i was doing a deep dive i was talking to one of my good friends um you know and he also has a youtube channel so shout out to my guy mike brooklyn wolf the collector um okay but uh we were talking about like third party games on switch and like Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak. so good. Rise of Sunbreak yeah. sold, like, I think about, like, 9 million on the Switch alone.
4: Yeah.
5: Just Damn. on the Switch. Yeah. Right? Like, Dragon Ball Fighters, right, which is a huge game. I didn't realize this. This is, like, top 100 selling games in terms of third party. Like, that game sold almost 3 million on the Switch. Like, you would never know that that's a game that sold 3 million copies on the switch right like but it's a wildly popular game and when you would and when i tend to think about dragon ball fighters because because it was headlining evo for a couple of years i would always think about it being a ps4 xbox one game you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. and it's crazy to think that there are all of these games that we don't realize have found like huge success on switch are you kidding me companies are going to continue supporting the switch yeah. like i love the I fact saying,
0: that it'll like be end compatible much, with both yeah. the switch and whatever the the you know the it will still be
1: i would love yeah like you said um jeremy said in the slack and on the notes I, I would love for them to do like the ps4 ps5 thing where you could get both versions but i know nintendo won't do that like when i, saw- I also wonder if you <laughs> couldn't host
0: on a you know whatever a switch 2 is and then mul- do multiplayer with people who have switch ones, you know, if it that would be. be hell.
1: And and, and and by the by the way, I just want to mention real quick, uh Monster Hunter Rise sold thirteen point two million on Switch alone as of June of this year. So
0: Nuts. And and, and Nuts. don't and
1: don't forget Monster Hunter Rise was a times exclusive, so it was on Switch before it was on I mean, on I would put else.
0: Rise up there with maybe it might be second. In graphical fidelity to Tears of the Kingdom, and oh, it, looked, it looked gorgeous. Nailed the hardware oh, so a gorgeous well, one.
1: and that I had never gotten into Monster Hunter before, and that was like this is the one I'll get into Monster Hunter. And I put over I put over hundred hours into into Rise, yeah, and I'd, it
0: made me a Monster Hunter fan.
1: Yeah, me as well. So it, I've it, been it, playing Monster Hunter me for a long time. Yeah.
5: If you guys ever want to uh hunt, i I, I am down. I've thousand hours of a hammer user i i have like the craziest <laughs> hammer armor set you could possibly have with about like 14 15 skills and half of them are maxed out like yeah. it's nuts you
1: yeah, know one of these um, I, I remember you telling me that you would take me through all of the sunbreak stuff and i was oh I, yeah I, we I still, we have, I still have that in the back of my mind you know Same. please let's do it
5: like, so, I, yeah. like i like i love monster hunter mm-hmm. the one thing i do want for switch to i really hope that I, I'm able to log into my Nintendo ID and they're just like here is your digital game collection oh yeah you yeah. have oh,
0: access John. to it we uh, need that finally let's just let's just have that yeah we've talked you about
4: like
1: we talked about that oh I know John mentioned that before where it's like Just give us all the Nintendo Switch Online stuff for Switch 2. Like, don't make us wait however long to play Mario 64
5: on here or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, Like, for sure. It needs to be the continuation, right? Like, Mm. it needs to be like, hey, here's everything you had before. Here's GameCube now. Right, yeah, and yeah maybe can s- at that or more.
1: they'll keep selling the GameCube shit to me because I I'll pay the twenty five dollars or whatever because I love GameCube. Like I say, keep the
0: Switch, the ecosystem. My number
1: three uh, favorite Nintendo system of all time.
0: Because you've got the Switch, you have got the Switch Light, you know, make this like whatever Switch Two. Like let's just make yeah, that the ecosystem, and we've got the whatever the um the framework for the hardware or the software or whatever to where stuff can be easily ported up like. Yeah, just make it, like, a souped-up, I mean, kind of like the GameCube was, like, a souped-up, Uh, or, uh, sorry, the Wii was, like, a souped-up GameCube, the like, GameCube. make a yeah, Switch yeah, to a yeah. souped-up Switch. Well, I mean, I, with, mean, with,
1: with oh, the, sorry, I was just going to say, with the release of the new iPhone, like, being able to run, like, Resident Evil 4 or whatever, I think it's going to be, I think we're in that spot where you could easily make a Switch 2 that has, like, current-gen, and, you know, a lot of people have said for a while that, like, you know, graphics are kind of at a place where it really doesn't matter. that doesn't matter that much, like like how much better it looks. Or We're close maybe, to simulator. Maybe simulator. Maybe, maybe to some people. <laughs> but, I mean, for me, I don't really... Like I said, I'm loving Nayuta, which is a fucking PSP game. And I was like, this game looks gorgeous. You know, like it's... You know, I don't think, I don't think it really matters that much to people. To it de- definitely never really mattered to me.
5: I think to casuals it does, but I also kind of believe we've just kind of reached um a plateau point, right? Mm-hmm. Where I, I I think that this generation that we're currently in with um Xbox Series X and PS five, I don't I think it is legitimately the smallest marginal bump in graphics I've ever seen between any set of generations. Yeah. Like I would agree I think the big thing is... I think is a lot of it is the loading time the loading right? speed exactly because yeah,
1: I, uh, I would buy a I would buy a ps5 just to make the loading times on Street Fighter 6 better because I, I love Street Fighter 6 but the loading times on the single player are awful like this they're, they're so bad on PS4 like that that breaks my heart because I was so excited about that game and it's just
0: I think also yeah. though like you, you can play multiple games at once like you can pause you could put one in sleep mode and then play something else which and also, I really want to play Mortal Generation.
1: Kombat 1, like, not shitty. I mean, I'll buy it for Switch <laughs> when it's on sale, but on sale a lot. But it's also, like, yeah, it kind of sucks that you didn't put it out for PS4. Because I, I, fl- I bought every single Mortal Kombat game that has ever existed, and this is the only one I haven't gotten. Because I don't want to pay $70 for the Switch version. I'm sorry.
5: Yeah.
4: Yeah,
1: but... uh but anyway, um uh, yeah, we should we should probably wrap it up. But we we've had some great discussions with, with both of you and thank you so much again for coming on the show. And everybody, if you didn't if you didn't catch it yet, uh, check out Wagglefest, please, on YouTube. Just just or just Google Wagglefest. Check it out. There's a lot of really, really good videos on there. Um, like I said, I became a fan pretty quickly. Like I got you on my s- subscription there, so whenever there's you know, whenever there's mm-hmm. a new thing, I always love seeing it and all that. And and I yeah, like I said, I you know as kevin smith would say you're doing the lord's work like i love i love seeing all the shit you're putting up out there so yeah good stuff Uh, yeah man
5: thank you thank you thank you i enjoy
4: it yeah for sure
5: yeah man well listen i i I appreciate being here you know second time around um and you know we're building a network so we guys support each other in all the ways um you know so it's a pleasure
1: yeah definitely and uh and and don't forget um check out uh the unofficial AEW Discord, like Joe's been doing a lot of cool shit on there. I mean, you pretty much became like the main, one of the main admins on there, right? After whatever happened, whatever happened with whatever last time, you know, like it's uh, it's definitely, like I said before, I, I never used Discord at all. Right. And now I do just because of the AEW Discord. Now it be- represents just-
0: your wrestling life.
1: Well, yeah, because just I met a lot of really cool people in there, on there that I like to that I like to talk to and see what they post or whatever. So you know, and, 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 and Joe I, was the first person I ever played online for yeah, WWE I mean, forever. Too. So you there too. you too yeah. yeah, you're the guy that you were I the met. very first one when I was yep. already drunk after recording a podcast and I was like just blabbing to you about CM Punk and, <laughs> and fucking Brian Danielson or whatever. But I had yeah, right. I
3: think we were just talking wrestling and then I was like, hey man, you want to play? You want to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I found you yeah. on a
1: comment section somewhere or something like that. But yeah, no, it was right. like, it was like, oh hey, we're talking online. Here we are playing a game. So yeah, yeah, good stuff. Well,
3: I I, oh, I yeah. think I am right now. I'm a madman, and obviously brutality started because of all, everything we, we uh that went went through with you know the ugliness. But I guess we could talk about that in a different time. But um,
1: I just I don't want you know we don't need to give when, right. It, it, you know.
0: Or even, not a drama channel.
1: Even, right, right, Even right, when right. even when he was on the podcast, is like even yeah. I don't know. He was just really he was super aggressive to everyone, and there was one time yeah, when man. Joe and I were just chilling and hanging out, and he just came in like super offensive, just being, and I'm like, dude, what the what is your fucking problem? Like, what you yeah. know? I don't know. He it was said, crazy. He said it, some it was, he said some things, and I was like, what the? I was like, what? I think there's a chip. Like, I was like, what are you even doing, dude? Sitting like, on my shoulder whatever, somewhere, you know? There. Yeah, right. <laughs> It was well, just, I, yeah.
3: I I think now, man, we're trying to like I, I, we're we're it's still like you know, the uh, A W fight forever unofficial news and rumors. That so I've been throwing out a lot more news and, and rumors and yeah, yeah. you know trying to get to facilitate wrestling talk. But two, man, we, we've been trying to add we're trying to add a splatoon. We're trying to get the fighters going. We, and y'all are helping a lot too when we do the the Monday streams. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh on there. So but you keep keeping me
1: honest on the streams. I try to you just gotta have you gotta have one day and one time, right? Like the same thing we do with the podcast where I'm like, Yeah. You, I like you gotta get it yeah. up every Friday. That's that's what I try right, to do. Right, right. You know, this like one's to probably gonna take you longer, just, but whatever.
3: Uh, right. <laughs> but I'd like to branch out to like other games you know other maybe the cross platformers the smash brothers uh you know mario kart stuff like that man and just you know try to build it up from there but let's see what happens man like yeah, no. it's hard enough to get people to, to to just you know play wrestling you know and there's a guy it's so weird you know, people are like we we're like the nighttime guys and then there's yeah, guys I'm, that play I'm, in the daytime yeah. you know so. yeah i can't
1: really help i mean i'm i'm a night owl you know i am like right. if i can right. i stay up I mean, I've been. Do- I mean, for as, you know, as long as I can remember, even when I was a kid, I'd stay up like for you know for however long to play fucking Metroid on NES or whatever. You know, I've always been a night person. You
4: know.
3: So yeah. Like... Yeah.
1: Yeah. I remember when but, I first like got a TV in my room and had an NES on there, and I was playing Metroid One at like after nine o'clock or whatever, and it was pretty amazing, and nobody was there to bother me, and I could just be there and just play games, or whatever. <laughs> That's with my the strategy guide. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no strategy Space guide. Never had, is. never what? had, never had a Metroid what? One strategy guide. No.
3: How how'd you how would you find everything, man? That was great. No, no, Nintendo Power for me. For me, it was Nintendo Power. I did have Nintendo
1: I, Power, and I knew yeah, I was yeah, aware yeah. of like Sam. What was it? A uh, Justin Bailey Co's and like stuff like that. But mm. but I did play. I mean, I've, I can I can beat that game from beginning to end. But I, I never found everything. But I do. You know, I printed what was it before? What was it before? Metroid Dread came out. I I tried to play through all the ones before that, and then I did. Yeah. And I printed out a map of like where things were for Metroid nes and i just went through it and i played through it
4: i was
0: happy to finish the zero mission i don't think i ever need to finish the original Metroid.
1: zero mission is really good too which i played that on uh game boy player GameCube, game gameboy game, 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 boy, game boy player but yeah uh I, <laughs> like I was saying gotta wrap it up uh check that out waggle good. fest check out AEW unofficial discord uh check out um us uh nintendo main uh YouTube.com slash Podcast. That's where you would find all of our YouTube shit. Or Twitch.tv slash Podcast. Uh, we try to stream... I try to stream every every Monday at, at 11 o'clock, maybe 11.30, maybe 12 sometimes, but mostly 11. Uh, you can check that out there. And also, if you like the sound of our voices and you want to hear some extra shit, uh, Twitch... or No, not Twitch. Um, Patreon.com slash Podcast. Uh, we have a Patreon. Uh, you can actually... You can have a 7-day trial for the $5 level. You can hear the WART radio episodes that I make where which I just, was excellent. where I take all one. I take all of the music that we do, the intros and outros, and I make a cool playlist out of it and you can just listen to all of that. And also uh you get to see the videos of us early like we post it like the day of after we record it. And um and if you go above and and I think it's 5 and above you get like uh, merchandise and all that. I was trying to when we were talking about like the 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 um like the podcast studio and all that and Animal Crossing I actually have a poster like right around the wall over here that I got from Patreon that is basically that shows the A W ring that would that I made and like Jeremy's uh, podcast studio and John's uh, town as well it's from that epi- that uh that Patreon episode we did where we went through where we did the video of all of our different uh Animal Crossing worlds and all that. So you can check all that out if you want to, you know, throw money to the show and all that. And actually, for one dollar, you could hear the bonus uh, monthly episodes. And we just did one about our favorite GameCube games, like the ultimate GameCube ranking. Oh, was it a was, really good episode. It was a long one, but it's it was fun. <laughs> kind of like those this are the good one, ones. Yeah, yeah.
5: Long live beautiful Joe.
1: Oh yeah, no, we didn't mention. <laughs> oh shit, we, we forgot about we that. We didn't <laughs> mention. It was a good. It, that's a great game. Clover it, it wasn't in my it, top it. ten. It wasn't in my top <laughs> ten. But you know what was? Capcom versus S Capcom Yes S-A-K S- yes. March of the Millennium or Match of the Millennium yeah. I thought you'd appreciate that because you know that it's a really good one but yeah check all of that out but yeah we've been your hosts I'm Trey Johnson
0: Jeremy Kowski
1: and John Knitter is not here but he is here in spirit and we have a uh, special guests,
5: Joe hey and
1: thank, thank you so much for joining us and thank you the listener for listening to this if for this long and uh We'll see you next time.
0: See ya.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah Those your rays, let's go. Yo tell me do
5: you wanna ride tonight? Then tell me do you wanna die tonight? Uh, this is my city, my invite, let's run it
3: up and watch the sky ignite. It will not hurt just to try it right yeah, so yeah, maybe you're right, it might Downtown where the crime is right The time is right to bust this dynamite Oh, when you come, to harder you fall So come harder, don't come at all I leave you, it's leave you all leave, leave you in pieces three feet tall
5: yeah. Let's go, we can have a ball Yeah, Starts going and the parts start flying and your heart starts going. Come with it, bitch. Come with it, bitch. Take your best shot and try to finish it. Don't blow it, cause I will kill you before you know it. Come with it, bitch. Come with it, bitch. Take your best shot and try to finish it. Don't blow it, cause I will kill you before you know it. Where you gonna go? Where you gonna turn? When you gonna break? When you gonna learn? And it ain't nothing I like can shake
4: and squirm until your face at The pavement burns. Turn the ash, grab to earn it. Crack your